Sports Greater Radio is what the Q's for in QAM. Absolutely. Ten oh three at five sixty WQAM. Boy, it sure was interesting hearing Tony Cigaretto and his old voice this morning, wasn't it? Huh? Sounds very old. And then I, I'm sure in that list of all the people he was thanking, he mentioned Ira Windbag again. Hey, am I wrong, Josh? Or is that uh, yeah. is that business all over? I thought they won a championship. Yeah, they did. Man. Well, what the hell is he still doing on the air for Christ's sake? Well, they're going to talk about that till the the season starts again. Till the cows come home. That's right. Jesus Christ, man, get that Ira Windbag off our station. Don't you understand? He's like uh, he's like a noose around our neck. I once worked on a station called W News. Anyway, wait till you hear this. Because Eric screwed up real bad. Eric wants to apologize right off the bat. Because I faxed in the poll again 400 times yesterday. And finally, around 8.30 last night, he finally decided to get his fat ass in gear and get back from the Parliament House. And he put the poll up, but you couldn't vote on it. You could see it. It's an oldie but goodie. And, of course, we're going to add like a million names to it. But you couldn't vote on it. Now, I could have called him at home, but I didn't want to go through that whole, I don't know. In the summertime especially, you just don't want to call somebody at home and bug them about stuff like this. Would you call him? Yeah, I would. Well, I wouldn't. I don't want to hear, whoa, you know, that, that sound. He gets very upset. At any rate, so uh, the poll didn't get on until 8.30 this morning, so we don't have our usual fantastic number of votes. We haven't got any chance to get 1,000 during the show today, and that's Eric's fault. Nice going, Eric. But the one thing that may save us is that there's a zillion names to add on there to today's poll about uh, people who died affecting you the most. For example, see, I'm doing things a little bit out of order today. That's because I want to get this uh, kick it old style. Because uh, just 2005 and six, because we did the poll last about two, three years ago, probably, I would say, I would guesstimate. Okay. Well, let's see. 2006 already, and it's only June 29. Uh, Louis Rukeyser died, and John Kenneth Galbraith. We're not putting them on there. Casper Weinberger died. Oleg Cassini died. Slavio Milosevic died. Well, uh, Boom Boom Jeffreyon died. We're not putting any of them. Kirby Puckett. Do we want to put him on there? Kirby Puckett? Josh? It, it's up to you. No. Darren McGavin, there's one for George. Oh, yeah. Polchak, the night stalker. He died February 25th, the age of 83. Ain't stalking yeah. the streets of Chicago no more, looking for all them supernatural uh, heebie-jeebies. Yeah, and I'm still bereaved. No, we don't want to put him on there. Dennis Weaver, though, do we want to put him on? He was uh, in McLeod, and he was also in a great movie called, uh, what was it called? Oh, About, uh, I know it. When the trucker was chasing him? Uh-huh. 
Duel. That's it. Good job. That was a Steven Spielberg movie. Yes, it was. I think that was his first uh, known movie, Duel. Oh, that was excellent. Dennis Weaver, let's get him on there. Don Knotts died, who kind of reminds me a little of Suds Kuhlman. Suds is still alive, but you never know from that picture you put on there. Well, he looks really old in there. He looks almost as old as Tony Segreto sounds. At least I don't sound old anyway, you know. I am. I'm very old. But I don't sound... Do I? Do I sound old? No, you don't sound old. Well, that's right. <laughs> what a bastard, man. You are brutal. Don Knotts. You got it? Got it. Well, I don't want to go through this whole... I mean, I don't want to kill the first half hour of the show. We just put more names on the poll. We haven't even got to your poll result from yesterday. And you did work yesterday, by the way. I did. By the way, does anybody know where Troy Stratford is? No. We have a law of sales hole at QAM. I just want Steve Wolf to know that I'm on top of the situation getting your spot on here because Troy Stratford is like uh, AWOL. He is nowhere to be found. He's not answering his cell phone. He's not in the building. Maybe he's like out there with Fat Boy looking for a new job. You think? Don awesome. Knotts. What about Kurt Gowdy? Who? Great sportscaster. He died on February 20th, age of 86. Kurt Gowdy. Come on. Even you know who Kurt Gowdy was. Who? Put him on there. That's somebody that Josh probably knows how to spell. That's C-U-R-T. Peter Benchley died. He was an uh, author of Jaws. Don't right. put him on there, though. Nobody, nobody cares about Peter Benchley. Are you crazy? What about Betty Friedan? He was, I mean, she was a great uh, feminist. No, don't put her on. Al Lewis. Let's put Al Lewis on there for all the Howard Stern people and all the uh, Munster people. That was Grandpa. Yes, it was. He had a wife, you know. Did he? I didn't know yeah. that. Al well, Lewis. I don't believe that. Well, it was for show. Coretta Scott King, we better show? put her on there for the uh, dark folks. What? Are you show? Coretta Scott King. She died January 31st. She was 78. Al Lewis died February 30th of 82. Boy, February was a bad month for dying famous people. Chris Penn. I don't remember if we even talked about that. Wasn't he Sean Penn's younger brother? That's right. He was known in Reservoir Dogs, which uh, you keep telling me, don't watch it. Don't buy it. Don't see it. Died January 24th at the age of 40. It must have been a drug thing. I think he was only 40. I think it was. Oh. Tony Franciosa, he was in The Name of the Game, the series. He was a very fey actor. I don't know. He died January 19th at the age of 77. I didn't never liked him. He was very uh, feminine. I'm not saying he was like uh, gay, that, but you know who that was? Tony Franciosa. Shelly Winters, let's put her on there. Are you are getting okay. these, Josh? He's getting it. Yeah, I got it. Shelly Winters. Now, we miss her, right? Eh. Oh, come on. Just because she was fat? Is that what you're going to start in now? No, because she was old, and she was in those old movies. January 14th, and none of them she died at the age so. of 85. No, she was in uh, one good movie. I can't the, think of what it the was. The Poseidon Adventure. No, and she wasn't very good in that. Lou Rawls. Lady Lou. Died January 6th, age of 72. I'm, I'm just leaving this open for you to consider. Now, those are just the 2006 ones. Wait till we get to 2005. But before that, let's... Oh, we got some trends. We got two-thirds yeah, of the spring right. rating the important book. stuff. No, no, we're not getting to that yet. I'm holding that. That's the piece of resistance, man. I'm holding that in abeyance, and they really suck. By the way, I have a bulletin for the people of South Florida. Sports talk radio in South Florida is officially oh! dead. It's done. Finished. Done. She died? By done, yeah. Thursday, June 29th. You can mark that down in the calendar. You can write it on your wrist like a memento. Oh, speaking of movies and memento and all of that, I got, what are these people calling for now? WQAM, hello. Want to add names. Oh, is that it? We're not doing that yet. QAM. Hello. <laughs> Sound like somebody strangled him just before it could, like, blurt it out. I'll be damned. Yeah, I wonder what this was. QAM, greeting line, hello. Okay. Like I said, I, I thought maybe it was like a real caller. Maybe it was something we didn't know about. Anyway, I'm going to give you an alert right now, a movie that you want to be des desperately sure to miss, and that's Jerry. That's with a G, G-E-R-R-Y. As a matter of fact, I think the why, why is the most important. Uh, and, of course, it's Gus Van Sant is the director, which should tell you a lot. It does. 
for number ten. And if you go to IMDb and read the reviews, you know that most of the people that are doing the reviews are gay. They just all got the hots because uh, Matt Dillon was in there. I mean, Matt uh, Damon. Matt Damon and uh, what's his name? What's his name? Casey Affleck, because I guess Ben was busy that day. So they brought Casey on. And anybody could have done that role. Because all they did is, like, trudge. They got lost in the desert, these two good buddies. And they're just trudging along and walking and walking and walking and trudging and walking. And, well, what are we going to do? Don't cry. Don't cry, Jerry. And they're walking. And then finally, in the end, Matt Damon, like, falls on top of his buddy there, which I guess isn't the first time. And uh, he suffocates him, kind of like in Cuckoo's Nest when the chief fell on Jack Nicholson there and, uh, with a pillow. Yeah, it was oh, an They didn't have a pillow there in the desert. They also didn't have any food or water, but nevertheless. And he smothered him because he figured it would be the easiest way to uh, put him out of his misery because they were going to die in the desert. And then, lo and behold, like a couple minutes later, oh, there's the, there's the highway. And he gets picked up by a, a uh, you know, he goes hitchhiking and gets picked up by a guy in a truck or whatever, an SUV. And he, if he just wouldn't have suffocated poor Casey there, he'd still be with us today. Nice going, Matt. You, you kind of like in the end of uh, the movie you saw, Talented Mr. Ripley. Uh huh. He's killing us, man. That Matt Damon. He's killing us. He's got, also got a wife now and about eighty kids. Matt Damon They're popping them out like crazy. Matt Damon. Anybody buying it? No. No, I don't believe it. Twelve minutes after ten. In fact, the scene where he's on top of Casey like it doesn't look like a suffocation scene. It looks more like something out of broke ass mounting to me. And they have the kind of like their legs intertwined. There's an awful lot of stuff going on there. 12 minutes after 10 at 560 WQM. If anybody knows where Troy Stratford is, please call the police. For years now, I've been telling you about a fantastic place to have a great dining experience. Not just a meal. You can have a meal anywhere. You can go to a diner and get a meal. I'm talking about the melting pot. It is sensational. If you haven't been there in a while, go back, take the whole gang, brighten up your summer. This is a full four-course dining experience. It starts out with a renowned cheese fondue, and they serve it to you with three different kinds of breads. With Granny Smith apples and crisp veggies. You dip them and you dunk them and you love them. Next comes your choice of lively salads. Your entrees include a combination of lobster, filet mignon, shrimp, Cajun seasoned chicken, pork, duck, portobello mushrooms, and lots more cooked in oil or broth. And don't forget, of course, the melting pot's homemade dipping sauces. That's what the key is. That's what it's all about. We make the fondue delicious, and the experience is fun, too. Here's the clincher. Top it off with their famous chocolate fondue desserts with fresh strawberries, bananas, pineapple, cheesecake, brownies, and tasty marshmallows rolled in crushed Oreos or graham crackers, whichever you like for dipping. Dip them, dunk them, and put a big smile on your face, and your blood sugar will go up to at least 4,000. Only at the melting pot. Stop by real soon and tell them that old Neil sent you by. You'll find a melting pot in Fort Lauderdale, Kendall, Boca Raton, Cooper City, Coral Springs, and, of course, most prestigious North Miami Beach. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. No, 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 Yes, imagine how easy it can be to sell sports in your face all the time. That's what we here at WQAM believe is an entertaining and lucrative format. Or at least me and some of the other fellas do. So come join our club. WQAM wants to cross-quest you into a life that is rich with dreams of snuggling to sweaty men. So don't get left in the shower. Pull down your pants right now. 1017 at 560 WQM. Guess what we got at 2 o'clock? We got Evan Cohen on today on a weekday, like right there in the middle of the week. We ruled him out between 2 and 4, Evan Cohen and his brother Marty. Then we got Curtis Stevenson, 4 to 7. No Mad Dog today. What's his story? He just taking a day off today. Good. Nice going, baby. Then we got Lee Feldman. I guess that's Flea. 
Is what you're telling me? That's what I hear. Flea Eldman and Craig Mish, the old mishmash between 7 and 10. And Eddie Kay from Showgirls doing a show at 10 o'clock tonight. That's our bizarre lineup for you. The world's leading industrialized democracies today called on Iran to respond next week to a U.N. proposal concerning its nuclear program. They gave them a deadline of July uh, 5th. That was my mother's birthday. See that? How about she was that? a killer. Iranian President Mahmoud Ahmad, whatever his name is, Ahmadinejad. See, it's not really that hard to say. Ahmadinejad. That's what I just said. Ahmadinejad. You are? Said he didn't plan to be. No, you are. Said he didn't plan to respond to the U.N. proposal until August 22th, but the five permanent U.N. Security Council members in Germany are pressing Tehran to respond before the G, uh, G8 summit that starts July 15. We are disappointed in the absence of an official Iranian response to this positive proposal, said a statement from G8 foreign ministers quoted by the AP. We expect to hear a clear and substantive Iranian response to these proposals at a July 5th meeting between European Union's foreign minister and Iran's nuclear negotiator. Otherwise, bada bing, just like that. That's the way it works. Not that we're, you know, acting like Butch or anything like that, but... The bing! You blow their brains all over your nice time relief suit. That's the way you do it. You don't monkey around with, like, all kinds of negotiation and uh, have, like, uh, you know, argue about the uh, shape of the table. and but, I mean, you, know, you give them a deadline. That's it. July 5th. If you don't uh, get with it, get jiggy with it. The bing! You blow their brains all over your nice time relief suit. That's the way you do it. That Ahmadinejad. Then invite him to dinner. Okay, somebody said Freddie Mercury for the poll. I would certainly go along with that. Got it? We got it. You got Johnny Carson? Here's Johnny. We got him. See, a lot of these people died after we originally did this poll the first time, which is good. And not good that they died, necessarily, but uh, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it gives us a whole bunch of other dead people. Because that just keeps going on and on. My God. Every time you turn around, somebody's saying, I'm dying over here. Which website do you visit most often? That was our poll question yesterday. By the way, don't forget to go to our uh, MySpace thing, myspace.com forward slash Neil God, N-I-E-L. Right? N-E-I-L. What did I say? N-I-E-L. <laughs> I didn't say that. Okay. Get out of here. Back up the tape. I don't want to hear it. All right. At any rate, well, listen, I got a heavy schedule. Here, I know. Man. I got a lot of pressure. I got to come back again next Thursday I in a couple hours. Yeah. Now, listen, uh, you can click right under our uh, thing, under where, where it says A-hole. I think it's appropriate. <laughs> it says MySpace.com, and it, it takes you right to that thing. And there's some really nifty pictures. Uh-huh. Amazing how many females we got on there. You know, when you look at these ratings... Yeah. Always the same. We don't have any women. They just haven't gotten take any the calls, books. we have no women. But for some amazing reason, every time we want like people to send in pictures or like participate in one of these deals, there's a bunch of women on there. There's some ladies. Shocking. Nice uh, for you guys. Uh-huh. And there's some ugly guys for me. I mean, uh, there's some... Something for everyone. There's a little something for everybody. There might be some human people on there eventually. So just keep uh, hopping on it. And if you send anything sub-rosa on there, there won't be any chat room, I guarantee you that. No. One thing we don't want any part of is all you desperate people who like uh, just go just open a window and yell it out. I have no luck. We all know it anyway, but just go ahead. Kill some good time for you. Which website do you visit most often? We had a thousand seventeen votes on your poll from yesterday. See, you got a thousand votes, although not during the show, but no. maybe it was during the show. No, no, no. no it wasn't until eight thirty because that's when Eric finally put this other poll up there, and I switched and I thought, okay, let's. Uh, and I clicked on there and I tried to vote, and I thought, boy, Eric screwed this deal up. Now, I got up this morning, I came in here, and I clicked and tried to vote, and I thought, Eric, you still screwed up, you fat tub. And then you got him on the stick. Which website do you visit most often? And, of course, he flew away, like a broomstick. NeilRogers.com, 359, by far. Look at that. Aren't we proud of that? If just the rest of the world knew about that website, we'd have it made. I still think it would have right. been a good idea, and you talked me out of it. It would have been just one bad day at Woodbine. I could have spent three, four grand, bought it like a quarter-page ad in USA Today, and just promoting our website. Yeah. Can you imagine the hits we could have got on there? Eric might have made Couple. enough money to go out and buy another salami sandwich. <laughs> right? 
Yeah, that would have been something. We could have had people listen to this show like uh, outside of time because if you look at these trends, man, it's not even worth it's not worth cranking up the transmitter anymore if you believe these numbers. And you guys across the street, shut it off, man. Remember that song by the Beach Boys, "Shut It Down." Yeah. Shut it down. That should be the theme song across the street for the uh, seven for the ticket. Shut it down. Just save the juice. NeilRogers.com, three fifty nine. Porn sites, one fifty seven. Porn sites. Oh my gosh. I think that number is probably a little bit low. My Yahoo 121, News Sites 113. That's because we got the intellectuals and the pseudo-intellectuals out there who really enjoy that movie, Jerry, directed by Gus Van Sant. Don't waste your time with that piece of turd. And don't try to tell me that I, I didn't understand it or I missed something or watch it again. No. That is just so ponderous. My God. And there, there, You remember the scene in um, um, Last Days, the Eric Cobain thing? Yeah. Where they're shown in front of the house, and the scene, scene it, it's interminable. It seems like it goes on forever. That's right, because well, it does. Well, that, that's, that, that's the thing with uh, Matt Damon and uh, or Casey Affleck walking through the desert. They're just walking and walking and trudging, and you hear the sounds of the steps. Although, it's interesting. I never knew that uh, sand made so much noise when it came right down. Yeah. And it just goes on and on. You think... You know, sooner or later, they're either going to collapse or I'm going to collapse or something's going to happen, and it's just it's just tragic. Anyway, news sites 113. Thank God for the intellectuals out there. People are really give a crap. eBay 44. I hate this poll 43. Meetup.com 35. What about whatup.com? Coming soon. MySpace.com 34. Hotmail 28. Oh, come on. Only 28? That's it. Why is that? Because there's so many other alternatives. Google Mail 25. Oh, don't, oh, don't be doing no Google Mail. Didn't you tell me Google is the Antichrist? No, Google is good. Just the toolbar is bad? That's correct. There's nothing wrong with the Google toolbar. I like it. I use it. It's the best one. Sure as hell beats the Alexa toolbar. Wikipedia 13. You know, I'm going to tell you something right now that really busts my balls and my ass. Do you know that I'm not listed on Wikipedia? You're not. Every other person that ever did a talk show on radio, this again goes to the tremendous publicity machine I've got behind me between mm -hmm. QAM and Norma Kent. I'm not even on Wikipedia. Everybody, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Lee, if Lee Feldman is on there, on Wikipedia. Not Neil Rogers. Go look it up. There's no such listing. Well, I'll take your word for it, but it's a you know it's a work in progress Wikipedia. So uh, yeah, you know. well get me on there, okay? Say Have a lot of crappy stuff. Google Mail 25, YouTube.com. That's YouTube.com 17, Wikipedia 13. I don't use the internet 12. Well, your mama. Amazon 9, ComedyCentral.com 3. By the way, let me tell you about that uh, Daily Show. Oh, I better not. Facebook.com, two, QAM.com, Solamente Dos. Oh, my God. And MTV.com with our crowd. Oh. None. Why did you even bother putting that on there? You think our crowd is watching MTV? No, we were just going over some names, Josh. Threw that out there. I know it's uh, you know supposed to be very popular, but I guess not. It's very popular now with this crowd. We don't have any other young punks in there, like 10-year-olds watching, listening, Googling, diddling. Well, they may be diddling, but they're sure not diddling with the, our website. So MTV.com has got the big... I like that. We got Evan Cohen at two this afternoon. I might actually come in here and listen. I've never heard him before. I might sit here and listen for a little while. You think? Do you believe no. that? No. No. Twenty. <laughs> come on. Give the guy a little bit of slack, Roberta. Give him a little flack. You are just you're you're relentless and heartless. You're just a cold-hearted bastard, just like me. We got 301 votes on the poll. We got a shot at what? 400 today. This is so deflating. Usually when the show starts, we got like five, six hundred. We got a real good head start on the way to a thousand. And then because Eric was busy eating uh, vinos last night or whatever he was eating, uh, we we got nothing. So we started from scratch. We're scratching it. So I feel kind of like you today, you know, because you usually say you start the poll like uh, 
Into the show, like right before the show starts. You. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't do that. I always have it set up the afternoon before. I like to get a head start. But Eric just screwed us up bad. What? Pu which public figure's death affected you the most? We got only 301 votes, but we're adding a plethora of names. JFK 93 got my vote, and he's winning hands down. John Lennon 39. Dale Earnhardt 28. I, I'm sorry. I just I don't understand. He won the first time we did this a few years ago. He won it by a mile. Dale Earnhardt. Maybe he just croaked. Phil Hartman, 23. Bob Weaver, 21, who just died. Princess Diana, 13. Kurt Cobain, oh, those last days were brutal. 12. John Belushi, 11. Bobby Kennedy, 11. JFK Jr., 8. Why? Jerry Garcia, 7. Why? Martin Luther King, 7. Jim Morrison, 4. Jim Henson, 4. Harry Carey, 4. Elvis, 4. Charles Schultz, 3. Don Knotts has got a pair already. Lucy, Lucy, Lucy has got two. Freddie Mercury's got one. Buffalo Bob Smith had one. He couldn't find it. Marilyn Monroe won, Frank Sinatra won, John Wayne won for the Duke. None for Johnny Carson, Shelley Winters, Coretta Scott King, Al Lewis, Grandpa, Kurt Gowdy, Dennis Weaver, Michael Landon, Joe DiMaggio, Rock Hudson, or Jackie Kennedy. Onassis. That's just a start. You know, the first time we did that uh, poll, we had 2,028 votes. It must have been a weekend poll. Yeah. We'll be lucky to get like 600 now, thanks to Eric really letting us down. Nice going, Eric. You ruined my whole week. You believe that? No. I just wanted to feel bad. I wonder if Al Franken and Bob Franken are the same person. 28 past 10 at 560 WQM. If you love the finer things in life, then you will love Stogie's, Miami's quintessential cigar shop in Kendall. With South Florida's largest selection of cigars, Stogie's of Kendall is sure to have all your favorites. Stogie's has got over a 1,000 open boxes of cigars to choose from, including Arturo Fuente, Padron, Monte Cristo, Romeo and Julieta, and lots more, including a large selection of premium cigars at unbeatable closeout prices, too, as well as obscure and hard-to-find brands. So come into Stogie's today and enjoy a smooth smoke in their wine lounge featuring some of the finest boutique wines from all around the world. And be sure to join Stogie's every Friday evening for their wine tasting from 5 to 8 in the p.m., featuring some of the most delicious Bordeaux that France has to offer. You'll find Stogie's at 11612 North Kendall Drive. They're open every day of your life, seven days a week. You can call to reserve a box of your favorite uh, cigars at Stogie's by calling 305-598-9820. When you stop into the shop, be sure and say hi to Mario and the girls, Sandra and Yanni. And if you just mention their name because their egos are so gigantic, you'll get a free cigar of the day just for uh, acknowledging that they exist. Call and reserve a box of your favorites at Stogie's, 305-598-9820. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. The following announcement cannot be reproduced or rebroadcast without the express written permission of the National Football League. Hello, I'm Ben I wear a helmet on the playing field because 400-pound linebackers hurt. But when I'm riding my 800-pound motorcycle pushing 90 miles an hour, I don't need a helmet because I'm Dan. I like pudding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 27 before 11 at 560 WQM. The U.S. Supreme Court today ruled that the Bush administration did not have the legal authority to go forward with military tribunals for detainees at the Gitmo military base in Cuba. The 5-3 to three ruling means officials will either have to come up with, up with new procedures to prosecute at least 10 so-called enemy combatants awaiting trial or release them from U.S. military custody. The case was a major test of President Bush's authority as commander-in-chief of a wartime setting. Bush has aggressively asserted the power of the government, and of course being the dictator that he thinks that he is, to capture, detain, and prosecute suspected terrorists in the wake of the 9-11 attacks. How do you like that? Yeah, Bad news be. for your president, baby. I thought it was going to be something like the spying program or something that actually affected us. Oh. 
Don't be putting that stuff out. Or you're going to be next right after the New York Times. They're going to come and put you out of business. Got some nerve. And they, you know, they showed a clip the other day of uh, Bush himself in the late 2001 after 9/11, announcing about the uh, uh, forget about the spy. We're talking about the um, the banking records. He he already announced that. This wasn't any big secret. That was uh, you know the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal or the L.A. Times. This was no secret. This program. Everybody knew about it. He announced it. Right. They showed the clip. Uh huh. And of course, the fact, that the, the fact that the Saudis didn't want to cooperate and release the banking records, and that's, that's because right. it was a Saudi operation in the first place. That's and they're right. the ones who are funding most of the terrorism in the world anyway. Our good buddy Bandar Bush and the Gantz Mishpocha. But nevertheless, what are you saying? I'm saying let's get back to these dead people. Got a lot of people to add now. Just 2005. Now it's interesting the way they put it on here online. It says, "Famous or not, we all end up dead." Oh no, mm -hmm. are you sure? Can you recheck that so for us? So far. Here are some of the better-known people to have passed away. Now, this is from 2005. I give you the 2006 list. And then, oh, this can go on forever, because then at the bottom it says, Celebrity 2004 deaths. This we could go on till midnight. Woo. Let's get rid of all these sports shows, man. What the hell? Let's we're going to get to those going. trends. Richard Pryor. Oh, I forgot to tell you, we're going to have a fire alarm between 1030 and 11. Let me close the door. It just started now. Unless you want me to leave it open. Uh, get lost with your fire alarm. Stop the noise. I'm doing a radio show, you idiot. God, forgot to tell you that. Richard Pryor, you want to put him on there? I would think so. We already did. We'll get some votes. We already did? Just now. Oh. Eugene McCarthy, senator of a Minnesota presidential candidate, the anti-Vietnam War guy. He died December 10th, age of 80, uh, 89. That's old enough. Pat Morita, the karate kid guy. Don't we want to put Pat Morita on there? He was beloved. Sure, we'll put him especially on Especially by, uh, what's his name, uh, Ralph Macchio. Right. Who he still looks about 10 Arnold years old. Arnold from Happy Days, remember that? Rosa Parks. Who did bowl? Huh? <laughs> oh, you're going to have to play that. Oh, you're right. Rosa Parks. Now, she definitely got to be on there. And speaking of famous dark folks, Nipsey Russell. Nipsey Russell? The poet laureate of television. And, of course, from, uh, oh, he's on every game show that was ever. He was on oh, Match yeah. Game. He was on uh, uh, The Pyramid a million times. He Nipsey. was a pip. Rhymes with nip. Well, let's get him on there. Nipsey Russell. He died October 2 at the age of 80. Don Adams. Maxwell Smart. Get Sorry. smart. Tennessee Tuxedo. Uh, Simon Wiesenthal, the Nazi hunter, died. I've got to have one on there for the uh, Farbissen Jews. Simon Wiesenthal. Uh, I can't wait to see how Josh spells that. Are you getting these? We're getting them. William H. Rehnquist. Oh, please, don't put him oh, on. No, we're not going to. Bob Denver. Gilligan. Da, okay. da, 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 da. Huh? All right. I got one that they'll want to uh, vote for. Peter Jennings. All right. You know, you know one thing about, uh, what's the guy that got on there now on ABC? I can't, uh, Gibson. Charles Gibson. Okay. He moves his head around too much. He, he, he moves when he speaks. You know, if it makes you nervous to watch that. I still watch Brian Williams even with that funny mouth. Not as bad as Bill O'Reilly, though. Nobody bothers him. I don't watch Bill O'Reilly. I, I don't watch. He, he's, he's programmed out of my TV set. But anyway, oh, and uh, Keith Olbermann ripped him in ass again good last night. Nice going, Keith. Great. You the man. You got to have all Keith all day on MSNBC. That's the format. Uh, what was I just saying before? Peter, oh, uh, Charles Gibson, he, he moves his head around all the time when he speaks. It just yes, it makes does. you nervous as hell. It's one thing to be a talking head. It's another thing to be a moving head. So Peter Jennings. Let's see. Who else? Luther Vandross. You want to put him on there? Yeah, sure. Whatever. Uh, I mean, I'm scared. Anne Bancroft. Okay. How could we ever forget the wonderful Anne Bancroft, who once upon a time said, You ain't the only. Uh, Eddie Albert. Green Acres. Down huh? What do you say? Whatever. Frank Gorshin. The Riddler. Okay. He was the Riddler, and then he was the Diddler in Batman. He would die May 17th, the age of 72, Frank Gorshin. He was good. Yes, he was. He was, uh, in fact, he w we like Frank Gorshin, unlike Jim Carrey, who pretends to be Frank Gorshin. 
Right. You know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey is kind of like, uh, that. that's a good pull. I know we've done it before, but people who weren't out there welcome, like Steve Martin. Tom and Robin Williams, Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. uh, the, all of these. Uh, Jim Carrey, he wore out his welcome a long time. Adam freaking Sandler. Oh, my God. Well, he wore out his welcome before. Uh, yeah. Yeah. John Mills, I don't know, Ryan's daughter. I don't know who that is. Uh, Prince Rainier. I'm, I'm just reading names. Don't put these on there. Oh, how about Pope, Pope John Paul II, for Christ's sake? I mean, huh? Yeah. Pope Christ John sake. Paul II. Well, we've got to have one for the Getschkis out there. He sure. just died, the slob on the slab, and they slept him all around Rome there with a nice little uh, uh, tiny feet that he had. Yeah, a little slippers. You know, you're the one that's always checking out the feet. Uh, this, this new Pope with them red slippers, I really wonder about him. He's got those real, those designer red shoes. Johnny Cochran. That's right. Right? Our hero. Best known for his work on the OJ defense, died March 29th at the age of 67. John DeLorean. Don't put him on there. Sandra D. She was Gidget. Remember Gidget? Mm-hmm. Sandra D. Hunter S. Thompson. Hey, Hunter, don't... Oh, oh, come on, put that thing down, Hunter. You want to put him on there? We will. I'm, I'm just throwing these out there, and then you can uh, put them on or not, depending on whether uh, Josh can spell them or... Josh you is feel typing so fast, I can't... Well, that's why I'm taking my time here. Arthur Miller. He was married to Marilyn Monroe, and he was extremely ugly. I don't want to put him on there. Um, uh, let's see. Max Schmeling. Oh, I'm smelling him right now. He don't smell too good, either. The boxer? Yeah. No, don't put him on there. Uh, Johnny Carson, we just put on. And Shirley Chisholm, the first black woman in Congress, died January 1st last year, age of 80. Now, I don't think he's going to know how to spell that. 2004. <laughs> Christopher Reeve, come on. Don't you want to put him on there? Sure, why not? Especially the now Superman that we got the movie, movie, Superman movie right. coming out. It's out. Yes, sir, I'm a fart. I don't think anybody wants to vote for him. Alex, uh, no, I see Arthur Haley. Alex Haley died a long time ago. Arthur Haley, oh, best known for airport. Don't put him on there. Susan Sontag. Jerry Orbach, Artie Shaw. They're the ones I'm reading real fast. Just Howard Keel. He keeled over. Ken Caminiti. Josh? No? Yeah. yeah. No, don't put him on there. Rodney Dangerfield. He's got to go on there. Janet Lee. Oh, don't tell me Janet Lee died in 2004. Died. October 3rd, she was 77. In Psycho, she was in the shower scene. Janet Lee. She stopped at the That's Bates right. Motel. Uh, who else? I mean, there's a long list of people. My God. Elizabeth Kubler Ross. Who wrote about death and dying, and then guess what she did? She died. Right. I mean, Julia Child. Died. Oh, we got to get Julia on there. Yes. Rick James. Bitch. Super freak. Isabel Sanford died. Oh no, Wheezy. Oh, I didn't even know that. She died July 9, 2004. She was 86. Too much dying going on. Isabel Sanford. Now let's see. Oh, and guess who else died since this first poll? This one's going to go zooming up there toward the top, as fat as he was. Let, let me give you a clue. Okay, can I give you an audio clue? Marlon Brando. That's right. Well, what do you mean that's right? He wasn't oh, on I forgot. I mean, he was out of sight and out of mind. He hadn't made any movies in 100 years. Get out of here. That was a, do you remember the big Simmons when Marlon bit the dust? Come on. Ray Charles. Right. Ronnie Reagan. Oh, there's some. Tony Randall. June Taylor from the June Taylor Dancers. Don't put her on there. Alan King. Got Alan King? We got it. Alistair Cook. Don't put him on there. Peter Ustinov. Don't put, Jan Berry from Jan and Dean. I know we're past the break, but I'm getting so whipped up about this. There's so many dead people, you know. In fact, let's just put every dead person who ever died. Bob Keeshan, Captain Kangaroo, died. Oh, yeah. Got him? We got him. Marge Schott, and believe me, she should have been. No, don't put her on. Marge Schott, what a bigoted piece. Of... Mercedes McCambridge, known for such films as Touch of Evil and The Exorcist. She did the... Uh, she. I always confuse her with somebody else, but she's the one who did the uh, voices. Agnes Moorhead is who you confuse her with. Oh, well, it's Mercedes McCambridge. 
you know those. Yeah, blah, 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 soda socks, yeah. Whatever she said, yeah. That was Mercy. She did. So put whichever one's on you want. But there's a, see, a growing list. I th- what I'm figuring is if we, because um, we had a late start on the poll, if we get 1,000 names on there and they each get one vote, then we can get to 1,000 by two. 1043 at 560 WQM. If you're a cigar smoker, if you like puffing on a big fat one every now and then, and you like to kick back with a good premium brand, then Bahia Cigars by Tony Burhani is absolutely, positively absolutely. for you. These hard-to-find cigars are made with first-grade tobacco, processed and aged up to 10 years. Bahia is a real boutique cigar maker, and they specialize in small-batch, hard-to-find tobacco. Bahia Gold, the flagship line, gets a 91 rating by Cigar Aficionados, Cigar Insider, and 9.1 by Smoke Magazine. This rich-flavored, well-balanced, full-bodied Nicaraguan cigar has got earthy hints of dark roast coffee, chocolate, spice, and pepper flavors. Also, be sure to try their Bahia de Seo. It's the hottest-released cigar in the last 10 months, and it gets a high rating of 91 by Cigar Aficionado Cigar Insider. The de Seo is a big, powerful cigar that will tear your kishkis out. It's got complex notes of leather, earth, and pepper. The finish is long and full-bodied with additional spice and a note of charred wood. Sounds almost like a piece of furniture. It's so complicated. If you want to get 40% off the price of all your Bahia cigars, when you call this toll-free number, mention Neil Rogers. Don't be, don't be ashamed. Step right up there. Mention old Neil. They'll give you 40% off on your uh, Bahia cigars. 1-800-35-BAHIA. That's the number to call. 1-800-35-BAHIA. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 560 QAM. And now it's time for our long-distance dedication. It's from Hank Goldberg, and he writes, Please play The Air That I Breathe and dedicate it to my Kim Bassinger blow-up doll. That was funny. Some places call it football. It's soccer in the States. Eleven long-haired foreigners who call each other mates. World Cup. I don't understand it. Hey, what's up? It's illegal if you hand it. They love it in Togo and out in Mexico. World Cup. Legs are really skinny. Their shorts are very small. All they do is run around and kick a soccer ball. World Cup. There's a lot of boozing. Hey, what's up? I find it confusing. Playing in Germany every day on TV. World Cup. World Cup. The U.S. team is crappy. If they had to play Brazil, the final score undoubtedly would be like 10 to nil. World Cup. I don't understand it. Hey, what's up? It's illegal if you hand it. They love it in Iran and over in Japan. World Cup. World Cup. Hey, I just don't get it. I'd rather watch paint dry. But don't you dare say that if you're visiting Paraguay. World Cup. Their knees, they all just wreck them. In the cup. Too bended like Beckham. Partying in the clubs. Pouring booze in bathtubs. Doing shots in the clubs. Getting full service back rubs. World Cup. Look at that. The freaking Pope don't have any votes. That's bad. You heathen bastards are all going to rot in hell. Well, that's just in honor of Wheezy Don. I didn't even know she died. Did you? Yeah, we talked about it. We talked about Wheezy Don? Yes, we did. Oh, well, what about Esther Roll? When she died, could we play She Did Die? 
I don't know why you hate that theme song. I hate that theme song. Why? I just I hate it. What's it's wrong with it? It's what's right with it. Josh, do you think that's a bad theme? It's okay what for what it is. Well, what do you mean by that? What it is? That some kind of a racial for comment? that show? I mean, it worked. Oh, it was a bad show. I will grant you that the show sucked. But I think it's a pretty good theme. It's pretty schmaltzy, man. I mean, I will, I will grant you, it, was, it sure as hell wasn't uh, that. It wasn't that. Right. But what was, you know? Or the Jeffersons. That was a good theme. That was a great theme. Snappy right. song makes you want to sing. Let's see. Louise says, uh, Louise sends this in. A Marine and a one-time, see, that's got a big black line through the middle of this fax. Well, you're having issues on that end. It's not it came through that way. Oh. I already know this. This is old news. Uh, thanks, Louise. The guy that was in uh, Fahrenheit 9-11, he was one of the recruiters there in Flint. Remember those two guys going through the parking yes. lot? And they were like a, well, the guy died in Iraq. He got uh, offed. He was only 30, uh, uh, 30 years old. He was only like 38 days or 36 days before his uh, duty was up. And he's died. We all remember. Thanks, Luis. We've seen it. It's uh, old news. So there we go. How many? You want some more, a thousand more dead names? Oh, God. Yeah, sure. Well, no, if we get a thousand names on there, we can get like uh, 800 votes. We got 300 and uh, something odd votes already, 375, six. What do you think? We got no shot at that thousand? Oh, it's possible. but No, it is yeah. not. It's not even Unlikely. physically possible. Nice going, Eric. You ruined my day, man. I only work one day in two weeks or like uh, whatever it is, two days, two and a half days. And he ruins it. He spurled it. 376 votes on there. The Pope doesn't have any. Does he have any? No, none. Look at all the people with no votes. See, we put all these extra names on there so you people would vote. Although now I think it's a good time to go into these arbitrends and then we'll find out why we don't have as many votes as we should because we ain't got nobody listening. Although we're doing great compared to the rest of the station. We are doing awesome. We're just we're kicking ass. Big, fat, smelly, nasty, pimply ass. Jan Berry doesn't have any votes. Now, I bet you, you I know you got it there because you sent me that uh, little old lady from Pasadena and Surf City. Huh? You don't got it there? I'm looking. Boy, you're sure getting slow. It's the little old lady from Hialeah. See, even the old uh, fart over here is faster than you are. only work as fast as the program. Uh, well, yeah. come on. Let's get that Jan and Dean going in honor of Jan Berry. <laughs> Poor Jan. He looked really nasty after that, uh, his bed crash. Now, did you ever see, uh, did, uh, I know we discussed that because I saw it on Biography, I love that channel. Did you ever see the uh, bio on him, on Jan and Dean? No. Oh, man, talk about sad. They hear they're kind of like slucking him around. Well, we don't want to hear them ripping off Brian uh, Wilson here. Guess how long funny. this song is. Oh, uh, a minute and a half. Close, 159. Oh, 159, see, what you don't understand is during the 50s especially, Oh, it's Dead Man's Curve. I like that. Yeah, During the 50s, uh, there were a lot of songs like Maurice Williams, Maurice Williams and the Zodiacs and Stay. Yeah. It was like, I think, 140. Good talk up, by the way. Very nice. Uh, Tony Randall, Ray Charles, Marlon Brando doesn't have any votes. What are you people doing out there besides each other or yourselves? What are you doing? No, we don't want to hear that. That's a heart and soul. Yes, very good. Oh, yeah. I know One my more. Dan and Dean, mister. Dead Man's Curve. One more. What the hell is that? You ought to be able to relate. A lot of gay guys like to do this. Oh, I can't, I can't say the name of that. No, not anymore. No. My Woody Graber. But it's a drag. No, Drag City. Oh, I thought that was uh, my... Oh, um, that was the Beach Boys song, My Woody Graber. Oh, Drag City, yeah. They're dragging it. So I, I don't think we're going to get votes for all the rest of these people on there. That's very bad. That's unfortunate. What I... 
Well, well you mentioned it. Wagons in the Zodiac. How long is it? 139. Ah, I was only a second off. 139. I said 140. Pretty damn close before he goes back. That's what? not enough time to walk to the bathroom, much less get right. anything done. Fast Domino had some pretty uh, shorties, too. They're like, I'm walking was pretty short, and there's some of those other stuff. My Blue Heaven. When Whipple will call. You know that. Okay, that's enough. Okay, the trends came out yesterday. This is uh, the radio ratings, two-thirds of the spring rating book. This is March, April, and May. And again, the ethnics. They got this new sampling method, which guarantees, if we weren't already in the tank on the station to begin with, this guarantees it's like the extra several nails in the coffin. Just buries us. Three, oh, yeah, how long is that? Two, ten? Two twenty-one. His shortest song is uh, I'm in Love Again, 157. Uh-huh. On Imperial Records, the fat man, Antoine Fats Domino, he survived uh, Katrina, and he's doing okay. And by the way, he didn't send me all the Fats Domino stuff. If, if it's in here, you got it there. No, I don't. It's in the oldies folder. Well, what do you mean by that? Just look again. That disc, the last one that I got, there's a big oldies folder in there, and it's all in there. You know, I'm really, I'm really uh, torn because I'm wondering, maybe somebody in the audience would know. Well, you sure don't know because you were asking me, like about the uh, docking station. Right. Because I told you I got the Logitech one, and it's pretty good. Yeah, I was just and asking it, how it sounded. No, it sounds pretty good, but what I'm, what I'm asking is if, if you really spent a lot of money and got like a real heavy-duty expensive one, would it, in other words, would the music quality be that better, or is there like a limitation on the quality of the music because it's in the iPod? No, what I'm saying? no, because it's just data. It doesn't matter where it's reading it from. It's it's all a matter of. Uh, the so in other words, if I want right. to go spend a lot of a lot of money and give me like a real fancy schmancy docking That's station, right. I can make that thing sound like a concert hall. That's correct. Well, I might just want to do that, you know. I mean, because this is okay. Like for the bedroom would be good, you know. Uh huh. Okay. Like for you and your girlfriend. I mean, you know, for you for you and your wife. Yeah, whoever. I'll bet. I'll buy two. Yeah, that would be good. One for her bedroom and one where you're hanging it out. Mm-hmm. 10.56 at 5.60 WQAM on a fantastic Thursday. Man, I'm not really going to take an awful lot of calls this summer. I kind of made up my mind during the last break, especially after that first little flurry we had. Oh, geez. I'm going to leave the callers to you on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And Tuesday and Thursday, at least on those that I'm working, which I'm not on next Tuesday because it's the 4th of July. Yeah, that's a good idea. But on those days that I'm working, huh? No, that's a good idea. Leave them all pent up and frustrated for when I'm on. Oh, okay. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Not to be argumentative, but isn't Jan, uh, Jan Barry's uh, talk show host the, uh, from, the, like, the 70s? Jan Barry? Jan Barry was from Jan and Dean. I think that is was, correct. Yeah, I thought so. All right. No, I, no, that is correct that he's from Jan and Dean, not a talk show. Oh, well, really? Talk show host on what? Who the hell was Jan Barry the talk oh, show host? Oh, one of the game shows there. No, Jan. no, that's uh, Jack Barry. Jack Barry, you're right. From 21. Okay, okay get I, out of here. Oh, my God. Ten fifty-seven. I think that was blueberry. Yeah, you better start learning your berries, Mister. Where's my blackberry, by the way? I don't want to go through that thing. I lost it in uh, oh boy at Skipple Airport. Anybody found my blackberry? What service for my uh, cable people here? Oh yeah, well you'll have it in ten to twelve business days. It's very nice. Should only rot in hell. They better change your last name too. Hey, while supplies last, you can save hundreds of dollars off a Sealy Posturepedic Striker Ultra Plush Euro Pillow Top only from Dial a Mattress. For a limited time, take 400 bucks off a queen set. You'll pay just 699 bucks. Take 550 off a king set. Similar savings waiting for you in all sizes. Now, this isn't some cheapo mattress that other stores promote in their ads. It's a luxury Sealy Posturepedic complete with memory foam and a premium coil unit perfect for the master bedroom and the master. This is a special limited time offer. won't last long. Call 1-800-MATTRESS right now, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, and find out more about the Stryker mattress, spelled just like Jeff Stryker, from Sealy or ask about clearance pricing on other Sealy Posturepedics. 
Call 1-800-MATTRESS. Ask about their 12 months financing plan, too. The smartest, the best piece of shopping you could ever do. I've been using them for years, and I guarantee you they'll never let you down. That's why Dollar Mattress is ranked number one in the world in overall customer satisfaction. The delivery deal is unbelievable, it's unmatchable, and the prices are the best in town. So call 1-800-MATTRES. Leave off the last ask because it stands for... I say leave off the last ask. I was thinking about Fat Boy. The last S because it stands for Stupendous Savings, S. This is Neil Rogers. Rectum. This is 560 QAM. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Like dumb. I'm smart. And I want to spend. In the industry of overly caffeinated energy drinks, there are many competitors. Red Bull, Power Horse, Power Trip, Go Girl, Rockstar. And through the genius of marketing, we now have many energy drinks named after the hottest religious trend. Perhaps you've heard of Kabbalah. Maybe you've seen Buddha. Skipping right past the obvious, Christ. When you're feeling tired, get resurrected. Now we're talking K-Energy. That's right. Introducing radical Islamic terrorist energy drink. Strap this sucker on in the morning for an explosion of energy. Hey, passerby, try some of the new radical Islamic terrorists. Mmm, it tastes like Al-Qaeda and the Taliban, all wrapped into one. So you like it. What's not to like about the feeling of Sodom in the can? New radical Islamic terrorist energy drink. It's the Shiite. It's the Rose 560 WQAM. So anyway, we didn't put Carol O'Connor on there. See, we did this. Oh, you're reading up it it so freaking fast. No, I never read his name. I'm just saying that's our screw-up, our bad. We never put him on there. We bad. No, we'll never get that thousand votes. We got four hundred and some odd. Let's see. Oh, you know who else we didn't put on? Jack Parr. P A two A's. P A A R. Got it, Josh. Parr. What? Oh, rhymes with Parr. Okay, two thousand three. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> what? Okay, here's what we got so far. Which public figure's <laughs> death affected you the most? Was sad. J F K. One hundred and twenty-two. We got my vote. John Lennon, 52. Dale Earnhardt, 32. Uh, you know, Dale Earnhardt, the first time we did this poll uh, a few years ago, he won by a zillion votes, so he must have That's just right. uh, crashed. Well, he won the crashed race. and burned. No, we did he, not win. Oh, he won the race. After, yeah, I get it. Bill right. Hartman, 31. Bob Weaver, 24. Weaver the weatherman. Great guy. Princess Diana, 17. Oh, come on. Do you think there's a guy out there who voted for Diana? All the women, I guess, voted for uh, Princess Di, all 17 of them. John Belushi, 14. Kurt Cobain, 12. Kurt, don't do it, baby. Let Michael Pitt kill himself and you stay alive. Jerry Garcia, 11. Bobby Kennedy, 11. JFK Jr., 10. I don't... I'm sorry, I don't get it. <laughs> Do you get that? No. What was the big Timmis with him except for that horrible magazine, George? Yeah. Elvis Presley, 7. Martin Luther King, 7. Freddie Mercury, 6. Jim Morrison, 5. How come Jim Morrison's only got 5? He's like legendary. Johnny Carson's making a move. Johnny's got 4. Lucille Ball, 4. Jim Henson, 4. Why does Jim Henson have any votes? Who gives a crap about the Muppets? Come huh? on now. Everyone what? was raised by Sesame Street. Not me. What a grumpy old fart. Yeah, that's me. Not just the Muppets, but he made a lot of great movies. He was a good guy. One of okay. The he gets my vote. All right. Hey, enough with the Panthers already. When the hell does the baseball season begin anyway, huh? Harry Carey had four. Charles Schultz, three. Bob Keeshan, Captain Kangaroo had two. No, he sucked. Hunter S. Thompson, two. Well, let's not get personal now. Nipsey Russell, too. Don Knotts, too. Frank Sinatra, too. John Wayne, the Duke, had only a pair. Although he had 40 pounds of uh, something in his colon at his death. Ronald what? Reagan won. Ray Charles won. Rick James won. Christopher Reeve won. It was Superman. And Bancroft won. Peter Jennings won. Buffalo Bob Smith. Hey, kids, what time is it? I wonder if that's on this disc. I doubt it. No. I have to get another. I'm not going to do it. Uh, Rock Hudson won. Marilyn Monroe won. And then none for Jan Berry. That guy that called about Jack Berry. You know, you're... 
Sir, I understand that you're old and doddering, but I mean, even an old fart like me knows the difference between Jack Berry and Jan Berry and Halle Berry and Berry Berry. Oh, you didn't see that movie, All Fall Down with Berry Berry? No. With, uh, what's his name? What is his name? What is his name? The, uh, Warren Beatty. What's his name? That's no him. votes for Alan King, Tony Randall, Marlon. See, there, there can't be any audience out there at all. They all got to be busy. They're on vacation. They're at the beach. They're doing something to each other. Because if Marlon Brando doesn't have any votes, what, what the Pope, Pope Paul, the, John Paul the Tooth, the slob on the slab, don't have any? I mean, this is very, very disheartening. Very sad. I mean, even Grandpa, Al Lewis, don't have any. What disrespect. Rosa Parks, who did Mo for uh, the Mo show? Slappy Somebody uh, said John Cazale. That's why I played that Fredo drop there at the beginning right. of the hour. John Cazale, C-A-Z-A-L-E, Fredo, from The Godfather. Now, you know, if Marlon Brando doesn't have any votes, how many is Fredo going to get, right? Right, couple. Oh, he just wanted a little respect, that's all. What have I ever done to make you treat me so disrespectful? Exactly. Okay, anyway, getting back to 2003. Uh, this is the last year I'm doing, because it's other pool, I think. <laughs> what? Well, there's nobody on here we want to put on there. Earl Hindman, Hindman, can't even say that. Alan Bates, Hope Lang. Robert Stanfield, David Hemmings, Warren Spahn, and we know who that was, but don't put him on there. Don't put any of these. Art Carney, we want to get him on there. Okay. How about Jackie Gleason? Okay. Was he a chopped liver or what? Good Jackie Gleason on there. Art Carney. Bobby Hatfield from the Righteous Brothers. He died in 2003 on November 5th on my birthday. He was 63. Oh, man. Rod Roddy from The Price is Right with them thick tooth that he used to get in uh, Thailand. You know, I didn't realize until just now when I fired this off, this actually has a name. The Honeymooners? The Honeymooners theme has a name. That's not the name of the song. What's song. the name of the song? You're My Greatest Love. Well, I never knew till this moment. Neither. Mm. You learn a lot by uh, fiddling around with your MP3 files there. Rod Roddy. Don't put it on there. Madam Chiang Kai-shek. Bill Shoemaker, the jockey. Don't put any of these on there because they won't get any of Elia Kazan. Or is that Elia? I just can't call him Elia. I mean, all my life I called him Elia Kazan, and nobody cares anyway. He was 94 when he croaked. He was a nasty old coot, they said. Donald O'Connor. Robert Palmer. Addicted to love. You want to put Robert Palmer on here? Don't. No. Sheb Woolley. The people, purple people eater. Remember that? Can we of still say I that? Did. Oh, here's one that we left off. See, he's going to get a lot of votes. Johnny Cash. What do you don't think? Of course. John Ritter. Three's okay. company. John Ritter. Sure. I hated him. God, no. he was so fey. Edward Teller, the father of the hydrogen bomb. Don't put him on. Charles Bronson needs to be on there. And you know who else needs? This is one that there will be, there'll be moisture on the page. It'll, uh, Josh will shed a tear. Bobby Bonds, father of Barry Bonds. A great, a truly great ball player who didn't do roids. Here's one, Bob Hope. Thanks for the, huh? All right. See, we're getting some really good ones on here now. Buddy Hackett, couldn't hack it. He tried the Atkins and he couldn't hack it. Catherine Hepburn. Oh, there's some fabulous ones. What about Jimmy Stewart? What do you say about that? Why not? He won't get five votes. Okay, Catherine Hepburn, Jimmy Stewart. Leon Uris, who wrote Exodus. We don't want him on there. Hume Cronin. Cocoon. We don't want him on there. We don't want all Cocoon stuff. Gregory Peck. He needs to be on. Get him on there right away. Gregory Peck and June Carter Cash. Didn't I just mention Dr. Atkins? You did. Dr. Robert Atkins died in 93. April 17th, he was 72. Slip and fall. Robert Stack. I loved Robert Stack. The Untouchables. He was the voice on, what the was that show he was on all the time? Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries. Don't you love Robert Stack? He was just fine. In fact, don't we have, I'm sure we have an unsolved... Uh... Yes, we do. This is Robert Stack. No, that's, that's a that's terrible voice. That's not him. 
This is Robert Stack, one of the most baffling unsolved mysteries of our time. Namely, who and what is this thing they call the Lilith Fair? Yeah, that, now that sounds a little more like him. This is what I just played. How about... It was a cold, vile, stormy day in Hollywood with one of the biggest mysteries of my illustrious career. Anyway, get Robert Stack in. I loved him. He was great. Great actor, just a good guy. Uh, let's see, Daniel Patrick Moynihan, he won't get any votes. Uh, Fred, uh, Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers, better put him on there right away. Wait a minute. Now yeah. an unsolved mystery is empty. One of the oldest and most... That's the one. Michael oh. Jackson. Right. Fred Rogers. You got it? We got it. Nice sweater, Fred. I Nell Carter, do we want to put her on her? She was on the Give Me a Break. She was fat. She was very chubby. Oh, and, and speaking of very fat and very... What is the big deal about this damn crap, man? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Do you oh, know yeah. any man who watches The View? I don't know any woman. Fat, shut-in housewives watch uh, Trailer Trash. Hey, watch The State View. State of mind. I don't even think they do. I mean, this big deal about uh, what's her name there? It's getting uh, Star Jones. Star Jones Reynolds. Oh, they, they got to put, I think she's married to Joey Reynolds now. Uh-huh. Nobody cares, and they're making such a sinister about this. You would think it was like the most. Oh, I got one for you. Well, let's see. What's the name of the bit? Ah, jeez. I know what it's called, and you, you'll guess right away when I play this. Oh, yeah, we need to put him on there. Morris Gibb. Yes, indeed. Got it? M-A-U-R-I-C-E, Morris. I always used to call Maurice, and of course it's Morris. Actor Richard Crenna, he was good, but don't put him on because nobody knows who that is. Let's see, 2002. <laughs> Abba Eben died. Who? Oh, no. Eben Ozen. Abba Eben. He was the former uh, he, uh, big Jew. Israeli ambassador to the U.N. You don't remember Abba Eben, very distinguished no. with a big fat face? He no. died. How's Ariel Sharon doing, by the way? Don't hear a damn thing about him. Oh, no. How can you watch TV without your Ariel? We got, we're going to get to 500 pretty soon here or what? Oh, 427. You guys are just cricking and creeping along, man. This, this ain't going to cut it. See, I'm, I'm not an idiot. Now, if we would have started with our four or 500 like usual, we'd already be push, pushing 1,000. We'd have it licked. But we started from scratch today. We aren't going to be able to do this. We, we can't get to 1,000. What's our goal? 750? Yeah, 7. 750. You always set the bar low. I set it high. What? Just 7. I didn't say 750. 750. Oh, 7 votes? 7, right. I say 750. We got 429 right now. That's all something for you people to be doing between now and 2 o'clock. Instead of sitting out there working up a big skin cancer. That's what they're doing. They're working up a big tumor. What was the name of that movie? The Great Santini. There's another guy that I just absolutely love. He is just so great. Robert Duvall. I know that he's gotten a lot of accolades and acolytes and this stuff, but it just when you when people ordinarily start giving off a list of great actors, he he a lot of times gets overlooked. You yes, know? he does. Robert Duvall. He's I would say he's one of the five to ten. If you were going to pick ten, he's got to make the list. All time best. No? Okay. Character actors? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Great, Robert Duvall. He was even great in Network, especially the part after Josh fell asleep, like the opening credits. Eleven thirteen at five sixty WQM. Finally, a TV experience like no other. Comcast Digital Cable with on demand is easy to use and lets you take viewer control to a whole new level. With Comcast on demand, TV is on your terms because you can pick a show on your schedule, pause or rewind it whenever the hell you feel like it. And for a limited time, you can get connected to Comcast Digital Cable and HBO on demand for just thirty four ninety nine a month for the first three months. Boy, Tony Seguero sounded old and tired this morning. Why is TV so much better with On Demand? For starters, you can watch over 3,000 free movies and shows whenever you want. It's a revolutionary new way to enjoy TV. 
On Demand is ready to start when you say so. With programming including free movies, kids shows, music videos, cooking shows, sports, home improvement shows, guitar lessons, and so much more, you'll always have something good to watch right when you're in a mood to watch it. You sure can't get all this with satellite. So ditch that dish today and get big savings up to 515 bucks plus On Demand so you can build your own TV schedule. And best of all, On Demand is free when you have Comcast Digital Cable. So pick your showtime, sit back, and you wonder how you got along without it. Call today, order Comcast Digital Cable and HBO with the power of On Demand for just $34.99 a month for your first three months. In Dade, call 305-COMCAST and in 954-COMCAST. Call today for full details. Certain restrictions apply. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. A number of celebrities have recently passed away. Among them, Brian Keith, Jimmy Stewart, Robert Mitchum, and Jacques Cousteau. Listen now as they join Charles Keraltz for the end of the road. All those passengers flying heavenly air may board at Hey, Jimmy, how was your funeral service? It was just a wonderful wake. Well, how about you, Brian? Eh, very small. We kept it to a family affair. Is this plane going from here to uh, eternity? Hey, how come you're all wet, Jack? That is not shock. It is shock. Jack, jock, jerk, whatever. Are we going from here to uh, eternity? Brian, let me ask you a question. How is that little tramp sissy? Did you ever buffy her, Jody? I don't want to know about the sissy. I want to know about the Mr. French. I understand that he is a man's man, though. Oh, oh, say, how long before we get to eternity? Are we there yet? Hey, I think we're there all right. 11-19, we got Evan Cohen at 2 this afternoon. How do you like that? Oi. Curtis Stevenson at 4. We got Lee Fel- Flea uh, Elman. What's his name? Lee Feldman and Craig Mish at 7, 7 to 10. And Eddie Kay from Showgirls at 10 o'clock tonight. This is just a dry run. Is there, like, actually anybody out there or what? I don't think so. Out where? Well, no, I mean, it's the 4th of July weekend coming up. It's a holiday. People, our kids are out of school. Everybody's long gone, man. We're just uh, sitting here talking to ourselves. So now's a good time to talk about those arbitrands. Okay. For March, April, and May. Well, we we did, uh, you know, not, 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 not like we used to back in the day when the station had an audience, but c- c- comparatively to everything else. C- 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 see, I'm doing my Jimmy okay. Stewart. Overall, men 18 plus, Monday through Sunday, 6 a.m. to midnight. You guys across the street, shut that transmitter off, baby. Do the public a favor and save the juice. W Hot, Hot FM, number one in men. Overall, 6.4 share. Radio Mambi, no spaghetti inglese, Saki. Incredible. 5.4, they're number two. This is men 18 plus. Most of their men are like 90 plus. CMQ FM is number or tied for second with them. Radio Amor, no spaghetti inglese. Another, that's a three way tie for tooth, 5.4. And then Big 5.0. Oh. Mostly that's, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Old Paul and Ancient Ron, because of the fact that Howard's on uh, satellite now. EDR, Life, Radio Ritmo. Man, you talk about heavy-duty ethnic. I mean, if you're not dark-complected or speak of the Pani or both. Uh, WIOD, a 3.4 in uh, overall in a week. And men. I'm still looking on the next page, WQAM. Uh, 2.6, number 17. Ooh, and uh, WYNZ, Radio America, a 1.9, number 21. And on the next page after that, oh, my God, reaching perhaps an all-time low across the street, Waxy, the ticket, has dropped from a 1.3 in the previous train to a 1. Oh, 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 God, number 25. Oh, that's just the trend. Yeah, it's two months out of the spring book, mister. I'm telling you that right now. Trend my ass. I'll get that the chart. just... That is a one point. You, you could just, you know what? Seriously, let's try it for the rest of the summer. You, you, you try it tomorrow. 
You could just put like uh, this. And get loop it. Yeah. Do the old loop to loop. And get a one. Of course, that's what he got the last couple of trends he was on, so you never know. That is scary. Now, when we get into the they parts, into the gay parts, you know what those parts are, don't you? I do. 6 to 10 a.m. in men. 18 plus. This isn't our target demo 2554, of course, because that uh, when a whole book comes up, then you'll, you'll deal with that. Hot 105. Look at that. Eight point. Uh, oh. They're number one. Ever listen to that? Hot? Not. Are you talking to Josh? You. No. Big. Big. Funny. 6.6. They're number two in the morning. That's Ron and Olin. Like I said, when Stern's not on the air, they do really well. When they have any competition like a real show, they all of a sudden start swooning over there. Ancient Paul and old Ron. Radio Amor. 6.3, Radio Mambi, 6.1. You see the ethnic thing here, WXDJ, that's another uh, hoochie-coochie, 4.8. WEDR, that's dark, 4.3. Radio Ritmo, more hoochie-coochie, 4.0. Uh, QBA, uh, no speaking English, 3.8. You've got an ethnic battleground there, it sounds like to me. CMQFM in the morning, 3.8. They're number uh, tied for eighth. Does anybody speak English here? No. Now, let's see, IOT, 3.1 in the morning. I don't know, what when they got news and uh, crap? I don't know what they do. Oh, and then they also got that Glenn Beck from 9 uh, to whatever. Rhymes with Dreck. Uh, Kiss? Eh. Okay, WQM in the morning. Not uh, too promising there. We had a 2-2 in the winter, then up to a 2-3 in the next trend, and now Hank's back with his 2-2. Number 18 in men. This is a sports show. See, a sports show. Number 18, 2-2? What kind of a thing is that to have a 2-2? So it must be a big one, I'll tell you that. WINZ, um, uh, Scare America, down to a 1.6. They're vanishing from the scene. They, they, went, they went over like a pregnant pole vaulter in the middle of July, and it's only the late part of June. And Waxy, this is their strong suit, baby. It's when the, the, the uh, superhead is on, uh, Joe Rosemeister. 1.2. A 1.2 share. How do you like that? I want to give you an update of what took place just now off the air. Okay. <laughs> oh. That's the part where he says, Howard just called and called me a cold. Remember that? Yes, I do. Meaning Mo Howard. Do, 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 do. That's Mr. Dave. Mr. Howard's got, yeah, we know. He's got relatives and uh, too bad. We don't care. Okay, so it's not looking too awfully good there. Sports talk radio is done in this market. That, that, that's what you accomplished across the street. You came in and you diluted it. It's like taking a fine wine. Well, it wasn't all that fine in the first place. But taking like a medium-priced wine and diluting it with like tap water. Taking and, like a, uh, a barrel and, of ripple. And it just goes pitching away, baby. That's it. Middays in men, Radio Mambino, speaking English, Aki, 7 point. You fairy. Uh, oh. <laughs> 7 point. You fairy. Yeah, I like that. They're number one. But, again, all their listeners are over the age of 100. So once we get the demos straightened out, they're, they're no factor. WCMQFM is 6.1. So, actually, when we extrapolate this, we got a shot. Life, hot. Oh, let's see how Ricky Ticky did in, in men in the morning. Our good buddy Ricky Ticky, who just celebrated 50 years on the air. Magic, 3.6 down to a 2.9. Uh-oh. Well, 50 is a good time to hang it up. <laughs> Hot, 4.8. WIOD, 4.5. WQM, at least we're on the first page. We're number eight in men. But that's 10 to 3. If you take the 2 to 3 out of there, we'd be like right in, the, in somewhere. We'd be Follow what I'm saying? Somewhere. No, we'd have a 5-something at least. We'd be top four on the Titanic. That's not easy to do. Now, what about Waxy in the midday? What about Radio Era uh, uh, Scare America? They got a 2.0 in midday. In men. I still can't find Waxy. Oh, yeah, they're making some inroads. Isn't that what they were saying, Josh? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, somebody called said, they're on the air saying, we're making some inroads. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing something. Yeah, they went from a 1-2 down to a 1.1. A 1.1. Basically, they found a nice even level there. It starts with a 1. All day long. 
including in the afternoon where the highly touted younger and hipper Dan LaBastard. Let's see. The Coast. The Coast. Oh, I must be missing a page in the afternoon. You must have uh, screwed that up. Or maybe I did when I put them together. I don't know. I just faxed them as they were. Oh, I'm sorry. My, my bad. My bad. We get my stapler out over here. It's quite a production when you send me these 8 million pages, you know. I do. Radio Amor is number one in the afternoon, and men, Radio Amor. Anybody speak in English? Akai? No. Hot 105, big, IOD with a 4-5. That's Tom the Schmidtmeister, 4-5. Let's see how the sports guys are doing. They're not on the first page, they're not on the second page. Holy Toledo. Well, would Rick Weaver roll over in his grave if he could see these numbers? The third page, WQM, we went from a 2-3 all the way up to a 2.8. So that number is probably about a 4 if you take the 3 o'clock hour out of there, it's 3 to 7, right? Right. Plus the fact Mandis is never on anyway, and when he is on, he's on to like 6.30 because we got that Marlon pregame crap. I mean, a great pregame show. So 2.8. That's up a couple of notches from 20th in the previous trend. little improvement there. 2.8. Keep that number in mind when you look for Waxy. How's Air America doing in the afternoon? Oh, they dropped from a 3.8 oh. to a 2.6. Not too good. And Waxy, the younger and hipper Dan Labastu, who talks a good game, and he's got all his buddies in the media writing a good game, he's got a 1.2, down from a 1.6 in the last trend. A 1.2. Oh, my God. Amen. Couldn't have said it better myself. That is scary. I'm really scared. I, I don't know if I want to go through the whole thing with Persons 2554. All I will say is that we got a 3.2 here on this show. And since we have no women, you double that. It means it's about a 6-4, and that's 10 to 3. So we got, mm-hmm. we got a shot at maybe about a 7 share in there. In maybe, 25, we got a shot at maybe a little bonus money in there if we get a, like a little kiss in June. You know what I'm saying? Nothing wrong with a kiss in June. That's what I Rhymes like with tune Spoon. and moon and cockamoon. 465. If we can get to 500 votes by the top of the hour, we're going to be really dangerous. You'll this see. Is no, you don't Rogers. believe me, but you'll see. This I don't believe we're going to pull it right out of our rectum. Goodbye, Phil Hartman. Bryn did you in, and you were a real good guy that had so much more to give. But you married a psychotic bitch. Her trigger finger got an itch. But the good news is that she blew herself away, cause everybody knows that in LA they let murderers walk every day. Another laughter has died thanks to your psycho bitch wife who had a stupid thing like Rin. And news radio was a lame show except that you were there. And some characters from the Simpsons that lost their voice. It's not for that bitch, your life would have lasted long. But she left you no choice. Goodbye, Troy McClure, that you may know from such films as I married an ex-murderer. Mom has a gun, and honey, I just blew your head off. Now Lionel Hutz can't get rid off. She's dead anyway, and... Saturday night has fallen further in decay Since that's the reason you left anyway And it sucks that you died Cause of your psychotic wife With that stupid thing like grin And the Simpsons will never be the same again And assholes like Chuck Heston Preacher the 
Uh, Frosted Flakes. 
President Bush. Christopher Reeve, two. Pope John Paul II has got a pair. Well, finally, two for the slob on the slab. Good. That make you feel better? Yeah. Peter right. Jennings got a pair. Don Knotts got two. Mr. Rogers. Fred Rogers, one. Robert Stack, one. Solamente uno. John Ritter, one. Jackie Gleason, one. The great one. Carol O'Connor. How could Carol O'Connor only have one vote? That, didn't that tell you everybody's out of town? They are. We, we want to apologize for the results of this poll, because obviously the losers who are still in town and voting on the poll, they wouldn't know talent if it bit them on the lip, like Eartha Kitt. Tony Randall won. Marlon Brando's only got one. Don Corleone's only got one. Isabel Sanford won. Rick James won. Super Freak. Shirley Chisholm won. Johnny's Cochran won. Anne Bancroft won. Pat Morita won. Richard Pryor won. Spelled wrong. With an I. How can you spell Richard Pryor with an I instead of a... Why? Buffalo Bob won. Rock Hudson won. She won't either. Marilyn Monroe won, and none, no votes for Ann Bishop, Ralph Rednick, Morris Gibb, Dr. Robert Atkins, Jimmy Stewart, Catherine Hepburn, spelled with a C, Buddy Hackett, Bob Hope, Bear, Bobby Bonds, Chuck Bronson, Johnny Cash, Art Carney, John Cazal, Fredo, Jack Parr, Jan Berry, Jack Berry, Alan King, Frank Gorshin, Luther Vandross, Bob Denver, Don Adams, Rosa Parks, who did Moe, Rosa Parks or Shelley Winters, Coret Scott King, Al Lewis, Kurt Gowdy. Let me get back to the bottom here. Dennis Weaver, Michael Landon, Joe DiMaggio, and Jackie Onassis. Out of 505 votes, none for those last. That last put them all together and you still got oh. none. Kind of like the numbers across the street. Put them all together and you still don't have a number. Isn't that embarrassing? Yeah, kind of. Maybe they got a number at night in, man, you think? I didn't look at 7 to midnight too much, and I never do, because who cares? Everybody's watching TV or geschluffing. Let's see. Oh, Hot 105 again at night, man. There are people there. They're glued to that Hot 105. They keep it on morning, noon, night, overnight. Wins. Oh, my God, look at that. Scare America went from a 4-5 down to a 2-4. That's the goddess, too, isn't it? Oh, she's dropping bad. Power! Man, they must have seen that chair or, or got a whiff of it. QAM, 1-2 up to a 1-6. Nice going, Eddie K. Big increase there. We're up to number 24 at night. Waxy. Oh, no, the number starts with a... Oh! It went from a 1.9 in the uh, February, March, to a oh. 0.8. Must be those Marlins, man. Must be before they got hot, right? Right, Josh? Right, they were hot, man. They won nine in a row, then they won eight in a row at home, and then they lost last night three to one. Didn't they lose three to one? Yes. In front of what I'm sure was a sparse, a paltry crowd. But what do you expect? It's the dog days. What do you, you know, so they got two, three hundred people in there. What are they going to do about it? It's like us with the audience. Now, let's see. I don't understand. They're off today, and then the, the, this has to be a mistake. Oh, I see. This is still this week's schedule. Looked like maybe the Devil Rays were coming back for more punishment. Uh, the Oh, the Red Sox, that's that big holiday series this weekend. The Red, They're going to have a crowd in there, man. Bo Sox, am I right? Yeah, you're right. But they're right all the Red play Sox all year. It's the interleague play, and the Red Sox fans are going to be out, as opposed to the pale hose. This is the red hose. You ever see a red hose? I think on the Indian Reservation they got some red hose. Yeah, I've seen some. 18 before noon at 560 WQM, the world-famous Evan Cohen show at 2 this afternoon. What do we got on tomorrow at 2, do we know? Oh, Bo. I see. And then the Mad Dog returns tomorrow, at least at, at the moment. It's all penciled in. It's in Crayola. I'll tell you one thing that is back this weekend and every weekend. Lobster Fest is back every Friday through Sunday at the Emerald Coast, by far and away the best Chinese buffet in South Florida with three locations for you. You'll find the Emerald Coast in Sunrise, Pembroke Pines, and Sunny Isles Beach. Over a 100 different items featured on the Emerald Coast buffet. Go and try them all if you're a real cow. Start out with six gourmet soups. Eat them all, man. Just shovel it down your pants. 
Then go for that juicy New York steak grilled to order just the way you love it. Hand-carved prime rib. They have a sushi bar and all the traditional Asian dishes that you love, as well as a salad bar and a seal bar, too. You won't even know what to eat first at the Emerald Coast. And their dessert bar is spectacular. Do you see right of practice? Let me say it again. A salad bar and a seal bar. And their dessert bar is spectacular during the week, but on the weekends, even more spectacular. He said more because they've got that 40-inch chocolate fountain. It'll make your mouth water and the rest of you, too, as you hand-dip your strawberries, marshmallows, cheesecake, other decadent treats, and loads of milk chocolate for dessert, a perfect ending to a gigantic pig out at the Emerald Coast. And don't forget, you walk out of there not only feeling full, but also healthy, too, because they don't use any MSG, no crap. They use only... Healthy cholesterol-free canola oil, all they're cooking, too. So bring the whole family, all the whole gang, pick up some strangers on the street for a real treat. At the Emerald Coast, call 954-572-3822 for reservations. 572-3822. And don't forget, every Friday through Sunday, it's back. It's Lobster Fest at the Emerald Coast. Eat your heart's content without spending a lot of green. The Emerald Coast is unbeatable. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Floating balls. Somebody says, one of our faxers, Gene Rayburn, we got him on there, I'm sure, by now, and Jack Lemon. Yes, right? Did. Now, what was it that Jack Lemon said? Push oh, the I button. Know what I, I got it. You got, all you need was one second there, and you make me right. look like... Push right. the button, Max! You were quizzing me. Part, okay? There you go. We got 536 votes on the poll. You have little faith. You think we can't get to, like, uh, 600? You're dreaming. Oh! I do like to dream. 538, man, in the Sunshine State. In fact, we got five. Look at that, 540. Not a good spot on the dial. Let's move down to the ass end of the dial. We're already pretty close to it. We get away from that Cuban interference. And Bishop, uh, did we put her on there or what? I should I probably play Ann Bull. Did you put her on there, Josh? I, I don't know. I typed in. He doesn't know. Name. He's got so many names on there. He's like uh, ready to plot. Uh, I'm going to go with the yes. Plus, nobody is voting for any of these anyway. You know, like, uh, oh, you didn't put her on there. Get out of here. She don't belong. Nobody's going to vote for Ann Bishop. Are you crazy? Dwight might. I mean, if Jack Parr doesn't have any votes, if Jan Berry has no votes, last time I looked for Marlon Brando, he didn't have any votes either. That would that would leave me so distraught. Do you see it? Can you find where Marlon yeah, Brando is? Well, Ann Bishop is on there. I know that. Oh, she is in there, and she got a vote. I told you she was on there. What is it? You are so argumentative, man. I must be working with George on those three days. I trained him well. Uh, Marlon Brando finally got three. Well, it's about time some of you deadheads got off your ass. 
Or Stan Major would say, if you'd get off your ass and call the show, I wouldn't be sitting here talking about Milky Way Dark and about who bought a good watch. <laughs> oh. I was thinking about Stan Major. I was at the airport. Maybe that's why I lost my BlackBerry. The Air Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam waiting for the flight to Berlin. Or, uh, yeah, or the flight back to here, I guess. I was thinking about Stan Major. I'm thinking that my two grand are probably worth about a million by now, wouldn't you think? With interest. Oh, so speaking of that thing before about uh, shooting people's heads off, like uh, Phil Hartman, a man who believed his cat was sick and shot its head off was acquitted by a jury after a half-hour deliberations. I would have taken about ten seconds. I said, nice job, Pally. Have a great day. Good work. This is from the Herald, no less, by Amy Sherman. I wonder if she's kin to Alan Sherman or General. <clears throat> Some might call it the Kitty Kevorkian defense, it says. In a Broward County courtroom yesterday, Michael Stuive uh, clasped the vacuum cleaner handle as if it were a shotgun, and with a fluffy stuffed animal in his other hand, demonstrated how he shot Mama Kitty's head off. Mama Kitty being his beloved long-haired feline, which he said was ill and acting antisocial. You know what that means, don't you? Uh-huh, she was a pain in the ass. So like Dr. Jack, the Detroit doctor, was sent to more than 100 mercy killings, Stuive decided to put her as pet out of her misery. How would you say that? S-T-U-E-V-E. Stuive? I don't know. Sounds good to me. How about Stu Irwin? Well, I bet your chicken Oops. that just fall off the couch. Stu Irwin. I held her away so she wasn't looking at me, and I shot her, said Stuive, describing his final moments with the cat he owned for at least 13 years. But I guess 13 was an unlucky number for that kitty. She didn't know what hit her. And apparently in Florida, it is not illegal to do this. Oh, God, now you tell me. The state's animal cruelty law allows pet owners to kill their own pets in a humane and proficient manner when the animal is suffering and is near death or can't be cured. Hey, Tiny! The jury reached its verdict in just 30 minutes. About 30, man! Quitting Steve, 38, of a felony animal cruelty charge of convicted, he could have faced up to five years in the slammer. When the verdict was read, Steve broke down and cried. I'm sure it had nothing to do with the verdict. It was missing his, that little kitty cat. What do you think? I met. Although during the trial, he did admit that he started drinking before shooting Mama Kitty, though he testified he consumed most of the tequila and beer after the act to forget what happened, to wipe it off his head, you know? That's right. You decided to terminate your beloved pet's life in between shots? The prosecutor asked. Yes, he said. Defense attorney Denise Heward presented Steve as a no-nonsense guy, a heavy equipment operator who worked at a quarry and was proficient with firearms since he grew up on a Minnesota farm. She maintained that Mama Kitty's heart condition was indeed fatal. She described how his precious feline's health had deteriorated in the weeks leading up to the shooting. She bumped into objects, had a runny nose and dry skin. Well, I've got kind of a runny nose lately and dry skin, so... Uh... She just wasn't being herself, Steve said. She wouldn't come back and meet me after work anymore. She was being antisocial. Aw. Oh. Later, he chuckled as he reminisced how Mama Kitty would relieve herself in front of his bedroom door and protest if her litter box wasn't tidy. How do you like that? In other words, if the litter box wasn't up to her specs, she'd like uh, leave a number outside the door. I sent a message. Huh. That alone, you know, I'd take care of that. Stick her ass in a microwave. Although that does make a mess. I think he took the right. I think he took the right route. Don't you? Yes. Now, well, what's the story with all these faxes? Oh, Pete, the board op faxes and says the pig report, the BSO Griffin and Southwest 116th Avenue, hiding behind the nursery sign. Thanks, Pete, the board op. And uh, what are we going to do about your fax machines? Not mine. I got a good machine, man. Maybe your toner is on, on the last legs. Maybe you got some kind of a problem. Yeah. I'm just mentioning that. You got a whole week to work on it because I don't have another show until next Thursday right. for two and a half tough hours before the Marlin game. That's how it came through, man. Some come through really bright and uh, some don't. No, but it's got the line down the middle. What do you what do you be talking about? All right. Let's see these other factions. No, they've, oh, they've all got the big double black line down the middle. That's not how they're coming through. 
You no, tell me that the one from University you. Dodge came through with a black line. That, it's coming through that way because your machine is not a good machine, man. All right. You've got a screwed up machine, man. All right. With overwhelming support from Berkeley residents in California, the Berkeley City Council unanimously passed a resolution Tuesday night to be the first jurisdiction in the U.S. to let the public vote for the impeachment of President George W. Bush and Vice President Dick Cheney. <laughs> the measure will appear on the November 7th ballot at a cost of about ten grand. Among those who urged the council to approve the initiative were peace activists Cindy Sheehan and Daniel Ellsberg, as well as 500 Berkeley residents who sent supportive emails to City Hall. Only three residents said they were against the idea. How do you like that? Mm -hmm. The council agreed to drop a provision that would have set up a task force of Berkeley residents to monitor the president and vice president. How do you like them road apples, huh? They're monitoring them. Speaking of monitoring... We'll be able to have better relations with China and... Uh, yeah, yeah. Britney Spears poses nude for cover of uh, Harper's Bazaar. Isn't that kind of bizarre? We'll get to that story after the break. Got oh, a, lot of, a lot of stuff to get to here because we've been poshing around with these trends, which didn't really change all that much except for across the street where they really went in the tank, including one number that started with a O oh. again. Oh, man. We got the big O, and they got the oh. point something. And they're talking a big game. We're making real inroads. I can't wait to see Barry Jackass when the whole book comes out. can't wait to and Jim Sarney. Although Sarney ought to like us now because we got his buddy Evan Cohen on this afternoon, who I understand is a good guy. But, you know, I, does Evan know that Sarney's got a blow-up doll of him? Does, he better tell him that. I think he posed hey, for it. Oh, man. Hey, Evan, Sarney wants you, baby. 553 votes, and Joe DiMaggio hasn't got a lick. Can you believe that? He was married to Marilyn Monroe. He hasn't got a lick from this audience. Not from and the he, audience, anyway. Uh, he probably don't look too good anymore. He never did look. Even in life, he didn't look too good. The good news is Marlon Brando finally is making a little bit of a move. He, he's got four. Okay? Aren't you excited about that, Marlon's starting to make a move? Well, that's something. Well, when you weigh 600 pounds, it ain't easy to make a move. Ask Fat Boy if you ever see him again. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. Now, from the Channel 10, I with this new... I get set to QAM. Hey, Where's Ann going? What, what's she doing with that machine gun? Oh, my God. Quick, quick. Camera to the right. She was fed up with reading one story after another about drugs and violence. Now she wants to right the wrongs and rewrite the news in Ann Bow. Starring Ann Bishop. Don't kill me, please. I'll see you tonight at 5, 6, and 11. Stop. Ann Bow. She took the news into her own hands. What are you going to do with me? When I get through with you, there won't be enough of you left to make a good toupee for Don Null. And starring Ann Bishop. Also starring Carl Weathers as Dwight Lauderdale. And Don Knotts as Don Null. There's a stationary fraud over the Midwest. And Bo, she rewrote the news. And Bo. Well, we sure miss that old dyke, don't we? No. No. Well, she hated me like poison. Every time her name comes up, I feel compelled to mention it. Hated me like poison. Just because I called her a fat old dyke on here, I mean, you know, nothing worse than holding a grudge, right? Right. Bitch. She's dead, and Sandy Payton's got the body. 561 votes on the poll. Look at all the people that have no votes. Gene Rayburn. See, I'll say it again. If you're going to fax something in, hop on your PC, hop on this, and vote for it. You know, they they like want us to do this. Come on, do it, do it. Put it on there, and then they won't vote for it. Doesn't that frost your ass a little right. bit? No, not really. How about Dr. Bob? How about all you fat slobs who are still alive because of Dr. Bob and don't tell me the Atkins doesn't work? It it's works. Slob rhymes with Bob. 
Right. Dr. Bob Slob. Just because he had a little slip and fall. And then, of course, they use that in the medical establishment, the, the purveyors of fat. To try to say, oh, look at that. He ballooned up to, yeah, he ballooned up because he was like retaining water there. He was like uh, in a coma, you idiots. He wasn't fat. In fact, remember, we, uh, you remember it very well, I'm sure. Weren't you a part of that whole deal? Yes, I was. What was the name of that book? Some million over there in the sawgrass? I think that's it. We sold over 700 copies of his uh, book, Dr. Mm -hmm. Bob. And don't tell me the uh, Atkins doesn't work. It works. It's good for you. Yeah, it works. In fact, you know something? Uh, in Germany, one thing you don't see very much of, fat people. Really? Very, very, you could count them on the fingers of one uh, thumb. And you know what they eat? Bratwurst. Meat. meat. Oh, yeah. Meat, man. They're big meat eaters. Schnitzel and brats and currywurst and uh, this and that. And they're not fat because they don't eat a lot of carbs. They're not into too much, uh, like, you know. Well, whatever. Who cares? 566 votes. You people don't care. You don't want to hear about such crap. And I'm not going to waste your I'm not going to bore you. Let's talk about Britney Spears. Which they also don't care about that bitch anymore either. She sure really. dropped. She has dropped out of mm -hmm. grace. A six-month pregnant Britney Spears has posed nude for the cover of the August issue of Harper's Bazaar magazine and an accompanying photo spread inside, much in the style of the famous 1991 Vanity Fair cover of a naked and heavily pregnant Demi Moore. Now, why do they say that, that she posed nude? Because she didn't. She's not <laughs> on the cover. She's nude on the inside. I don't believe it. Look at that girl. Anyway... On the Harper's Bazaar cover, a dark-haired Spears covers her breasts with her arms and crosses her legs at the knee as she sits smiling into the camera. Well, you're right, that's not bra. nude. And she's wearing a bra. Well, uh, that's not nude. I know. Harper said the, the pop time. singer Spears was never more beautiful than when it photographed her a week ago. Mm. It was the first time it printed a nude photo on its cover. It's not nude. Nude means naked. That's right. Not with, a, uh, with covering up all the important parts and then wearing a bra to top it all off. Jesus, Scott, almost they put Al Goldstein on there with a bra. Would that make him naked? He could probably use the cash, by the way. The magazine added, since word leaked out about the shoot on Monday, people have been desperate to get their hands on the exclusive photos, which were posted on various websites without permission from the magazine. Well, I better go get them. No, let's not go get them, okay? We are already enough hot water. You want to put those naked pictures back on No, there. I'm not going to put them up. Oh, oh, you just want to see them. Well, why do you want to see? I thought you were burnt out on that bitch. I am, but nevertheless. Yeah, take a peek. Can, uh, let's see what's going look. on there. Can't hurt to look. Add it to my knocked up and milky. The former teen idol whose hit songs include Oops, I Did It Again. Spears has frequently complained that she's hounded by paparazzi and earlier this month appealed to them to leave her alone. She wants to be left alone. She also recently came out of criticism for driving with a baby in her lap. We know that. In an interview with, uh, we, we know that. We don't care about Kevin Federline. I don't care about her. She was real pristine and clean and now she's a mess. That's the way it goes. You see, your faxes all have this line down the middle. Well, maybe it's your machine. In other words, the one you just sent me did not have the lines down the middle? No. Are you serious? I'm serious. Are you serious? Let me take a look at my machine, man. It might be a cartridge needs to be changed or something. No. Absolutely not. Maybe you should take it out and shake it. There's nothing and wrong the, with the toner. The cartridge, would say on their toner low, because they usually do that like a week before you really need to change it. No, I've got plenty of toner cartridges, man. i got all my school supplies right here in my drawers. Anyway, Ginger says... Oh, Ginger. Uh-huh. Be safe. For today's poll, Dr. Edward Teller fathered the hydrogen bomb, a moniker he detested. He detested moniker. Bubba liked her, though. Dr. Teller was a brilliant scientist and accomplished pianist, a lovely man, my adopted grandfather. A supposed parody of Dr. Teller, Dr. Strangelove, is portrayed by Peter Sellers. Dr. Teller received over 3,000 hyperbaric oxygen treatments and lived and worked at a genius level until the age of 96. He received over 3,000 hyperbaric oxygen treatments. Look what it did for Michael Jackson. Thank you, Ginger. Isn't that pretty interesting? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, not real, real interesting, but moderately interesting. And it's from uh, Broward Numbers, so Ginger must be in Broward. Well, how do you like that? They must have left her a lot of cash. Ginger Neubauer. I wonder if she knew Papa Bauer. Nishva. Oh, speaking of uh, uh, chicks, chicks with... Jenna Bush, the nation's most famous public school teacher, skipping the country and building a, bidding a happy adios to the young Washington social scene she once ruled. Friends say that the blonde, younger by the minute's first twin has been quietly making plans over recent months to leave D.C. for a teaching job in Latin America, most likely around the end of the summer. Well, there goes all your plans right down the toilet. Oh, Barbara's still around. The move reflects the growing seriousness of a 24-year-old whose collegiate partying provided endless fun for gossip columnists during his father's first years in Orifice. It also offers an escape from the Washington spotlight she and sister Barbara have always seemed to resent. Last week marked her final day at Mount Pleasant Charter School, where she taught for a year and a half. I wonder if she's reading My Pet Go to the Kids, you think? Probably right side up. It wouldn't surprise me, yeah. And also reading from, like, left to right, as opposed to, like, Hebrew. Oy! Maybe that's it. Maybe Busher wants to be Jewish. That's why he was reading upside down and right to left. 578 votes on the poll. Boy, you people can do it, man. We can get to 800 by 2, o'clock, by two and I think I'm taking enough, several days off. That sound like a plan? I think it is a plan. Because George will planned. be there on the 4th of July. Thank God for George and uh, Josh uh, Cordes, man. And all that They needed. are there. I'm thinking I could extend this. Listen, this two-day-a-week thing, and sometimes once a week and sometimes not a week, we could extend this for like until I croak. Sounds good to me. Okay. As long as the checks keep coming. Mm-hmm. Let's start talking contract extension, Norma. Might as well. I mean, look, look at the number we got. Well, whatever we got, it's certainly it, it, it's gigantic compared to the rest of this place. Oh, it's a number. Yeah, at least it's a solid number. It doesn't have like a, a decimal in front of it with a zero. 582 votes. What public figure's death affected you the most? Made you cry and geshry. Made you sad. John F. Kennedy, 156 for JFK. John Lennon, 68. Dale Earnhardt, 50. Oh, Phil. <laughs> Phil, Erna, uh, Phil Earnhardt. Phil Hartman, 36. Bob Weaver, 25. Princess Diana, 23. John Belushi, 20. Bobby Kennedy, 15. Kurt Cobain, 14. Jerry Garcia, 14. JFK Jr., 12. Well, remind me to play that John John's playing thing. Okay. I will. MLK, 11 Martin Luther King. Means we don't have too many dark folks listening out there. Why should they be different from anybody else? They're all gone. Right. Johnny Carson, 10. Elvis Presley, 9. Freddie Mercury, 8. Ed McMahon's not on here, but we're waiting. Jim Morrison, 8. Chris Farley, 6. Jim Henson, 6. Oh, come on. Jackie Gleason, 5. Jim Henson's got 6, and Jackie Gleason's only got 5? Uh-huh. A soft foot, a fat guy? Right. Oh, my God. Rodney Dangerfield, five. I told you I once saw him at the uh, MGM in Vegas on a little scooter. Jackie Gleason? No, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh. He was going, I saw Jackie Gleason at Pompano Park. Hunter S. Thompson, five. Harry Carey, five. Had him on a show at IOD. Remember that? Yes, I do. What was the name of that place? Murphy's Bleachers, right across the movie field. Marlon Brando, four. Nipsey Russell, four. Same guy. Lucille Ball, four. The Dukes got four. John Wayne. He died with a whole bunch of stuff. And Bishop, three. Johnny Cash, three. Carol O'Connor, only three for Carol O'Connor for Archie. Ronnie Reagan, three. Ray Charles, three. Pope John Paul II, three. Charles Schultz, three. Sinatra, three. Mr. Rogers got a pair. I'm not going to read the rest of them. I will tell you the ones that don't have any, though. Look at how many don't have any votes at all. Dr. Edward Teller, we just put them on there. And that lady, Mitzi, whatever her name was, what was her name, Ginger? She sure. was going to leave us, uh, send us a lot of money, too. But you don't have any votes. Morris Gibb, Dr. Bob Atkins, Jimmy Stewart, Kate Hepburn, spelled now with a K. Nice going, Eric. You're redeeming yourself a little bit, not much. Buddy Hackett, Bob Hope, Barry Bo- Bobby Bonds. 
Oh, it should have been Barry. Bobby should still be alive. Chuck Bronson, Art Carney, John Cazal, Fredo Jackpar, Jan Barry, Alan King, Frank Gorshin, Bob Denver, Don Adams, Rosa Parks, Shelly Winters, Al Lewis, Kurt Gowdy, Dennis Weaver, Michael Landon, Joe DiMaggio. Out of 588, they got oh. none. Oh, my goodness. If you could see the difference between this right now, and that's because we're talking to a skeleton crew, man. Between the fact that the station is basically about five minutes away from being off the air and the fact that it's this time of the year, I think we're doing pretty damn well, don't you? We'll take it. Looks to me like the whole audience voted twice already. Twelve minutes past. That would be the case across the street, man. We can't compete with the juice. We can't compete with that Sid Bergstein, uh, Rosencrantz, uh, Rosenhaus guy. That Don has fired his ass for opening up a big stupid mouth. And it keeps disappearing. He'll, well, once they see these numbers, man, it wouldn't surprise me if he pulled a Tom Likas, got into his car in the middle of the night and just vamoosed, you know, headed off for GA or somewhere. If you love the finer things in life, then I guarantee you will love Stogie's. It's Miami's quintessential cigar shop, and it's in Kendall, of all places. With South Florida's largest selection of cigars, Stogie's of Kendall is sure to have all your favorites. Stogie's has got over a 1,000 open boxes of cigars, a 1,000 for you to choose from, including Arturo Fuente, Padron, Monte Cristo, Romeo and Julieta, and lots more, including a gigantic selection of premium cigars at close-out prices, as well as the obscure and hard-to-find. So come into Stogie's today, enjoy a smooth smoke, light up a big fat one in their wine lounge, featuring some of the finest boutique wines from all around the world. Join Stogie's every Friday for their wine tasting from 5 to 8 p.m., featuring some of the most delicious Bordeaux that France has to offer. You'll find Stogie's at 11612 North Kendall Drive. They're open every day, seven days a week. When you stop into Stogie's, say hi to Mary and the girls, Sandra and Yanni, and they'll give you a free cigar of the day just for being, like, sociable. Or call to reserve a box of your favorite cigars at Stogie's. Call this number, 305-598-9820. Tell them that old Neil told you to call. I'll say who? 305-598-9820 for Stogie's in Kendall. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. I hate this place. Nothing works here. The medications don't work. I've been here for seven years. Nothing works here. I hate this place. Nothing works here. The medications don't work. I've been here for seven years. I hate this place. Nothing works here. You never said stop rejoin again. Hey, don't forget to play that. John's on phone playing this. Oh, thanks for reminding me. Listen to the sound of John John's falling play. Arguing into the sea. Think a multi-millionaire like JFK Could afford a better place If JFK had more time flying He would have known A Piper comes a cheap and crappy plane that blows A gun ain't at my head's about the only way I would go Now that's the only one that's left alive today from what they call the Kennedy curse If Dorothy Gilgallin was alive She'd say Cheer up, it's only gonna get worse Listen to the sound of John John's falling Sputter, splatter, sputter, splatter Listen to the sound of John John's falling Sputter, splatter, sputter, splatter Tom 18, that's in very poor taste, and that's why I played it. Uh, how's he doing, JFK Jr.? He's still dead? Twelve votes. Now, you touched on this before. I don't want to get too heavy duty here today because it's the middle of the summertime. Mm -hmm. June 29th, it's hotter than hell. Yeah, it is. Keep it light, Neil. Keep it light. Get some of those great calls on there, too. Yeah, you can go ahead and call. We might take some. I doubt it. 
Now, I'll take one or two. The impact of today's Supreme Court decision on military commissions goes well beyond Gitmo. The Supreme Court has ruled that the authorization for the use of military force, the AUMF, issued by Congress in the days after 9-11, is not a blank check for the administration. And it's got like a um, section of the opinion that it quotes. Mm-hmm. And it says the point here is that the AUMF does not authorize activity that was not specifically contemplated in the text or legislative history. This is incredibly significant. The administration is relying on the AUMF to justify its warrantless wiretapping program. And then it quotes Alberto V.O. 5 Gonzalez as saying yada, yada, yada. And then it goes on to say the Bush administration doesn't argue that warrantless wiretapping was something specifically contemplated in the text or by Congress. Rather, the administration argues that it's implied as part of a broad authorization to use all necessary and appropriate force. The Supreme Court has rejected that expansive interpretation, which is a huge blow to the administration legal rationale for warrantless wiretapping. How do you like that, huh? It's a good like day it. for America, baby. Oh! Bunch of mumser bastards. Now, here's another fact. Oh, Skipper Chuck. How can we That's forget right. Skipper Up Chuck, huh? I'm going to change my vote. Skipper Chuck, Chuck Zing. That bummed me out. I'm enjoying a few cashews here right now. Planters. Right. We're having some pizza. Very really? From Tony's? If we are. I'll be damned. Yeah, I like my planters of cashew. Oh, my nuts are full of uh, fat. Okay, who cares? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're good for you. Got all the good oils in them, as opposed to all those nasty trans fats. Mm-hmm. No fat. trans fat, huh? Tranny fat. They're fine. They're finally uh, starting to catch on to that man. Trans fats. <clears throat> That's the killer. Not that any of you care, of course, because most of you are a bunch of fat slobs like me. WQAM, hello. About Aaron Spelling. Aaron Spelling just died. Well, that sounded like a familiar voice there on the phone. Aaron Spelling, his last words. I'm dying over here. You want to put him on here? We're doing it now. In honor of Tory Spelling? How are you spelling that? Wrong. 5670560. You see, the guy ain't even warm yet. And already they're, they're sticking it to him. Got to put him on the pole. Can't you just leave him alone for a little while and show a little bit of respect for the dead? Not this crowd. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I have a name for your poll. Uh-huh. Uh, Lane Staley. Yeah, okay. WQAM, hello. Hey, WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how about Jesus Christ? Say what I mean? Laugh at it later. Yeah, put it put put it on hold in your mind, and we'll have a big chuckle about it later after the show. I'll put it in the little <laughs> fridge here. <laughs> about all of these, you know. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, when you're dealing even even with the ordinary audience, and you hear what, what we usually get, and then you realize that we're like with a teeny tiny sliver of the dregs of the universe that's left in in town and anywhere in Florida. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What do you expect that we're going to get? Why do you think I got my right. plans? Uh, I mean, you know, I'm not going to screw up all my plans. There's the bottom of the barrel, and then what's under that? Mm-hmm. The barnacles. Well, these are really good. You ever buy planters cashews? Sure, all the time. Love them. Do you? Yep. One thing about me, man, I've always got a can. Mm-hmm. I mean, a planters cashews in the house. We do too. Big one. Mm-hmm. Big can of it. Yeah. Keep all, always keep one on cannabis. Top. That too. <clears throat> That's probably where you hide it. When the narcs come by George's house, just looking at planters of peanut uh, in the, in the uh, right. cashew. That's right. Spend a lot of time in the kitchen. Remember where Sigourney Weaver found it? It was in the right guard or something. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. The good stuff. <laughs> I saw her for just a second. She, there was a clip of promo for something the other day in IFC. I, I just I just love her. She just, that, that movie just um, yeah. solidified my love for Sigourney Weaver and, of course, Emil Hurd. If you like her performances, it's, yeah. a, it's a good movie, but uh, made better by her performance. Death and the Maiden. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Death and the Maven? Yeah. 
Is that like Mike and the Maven? It's just a, one of these good movies where you don't really know where it's going to go or how it's going to end. And uh, Oh, kind of like Ginger. Suspenseful. I mean, Jerry. Right. Please, all you folks out there, if you want to save yourself a lot of aggravation, don't watch Jerry. No matter how much you like Matt Damon. I was going to say no matter how much you like Casey uh, Affleck, but who the hell even knows who that is? Much like, there's no reason to like him. He don't look good and he can't act. Other than that, he's great. Plus, uh, he dies before, I mean, Matt Damon kills him before the end of the movie anyhow, so I just spoiled it for you. I saved you a lot of time and money. Jerry. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Apple for the poll, I think. Uh-huh. Frank Zappa. Frank Zappa, how can we leave him off of there? Thank you, sir. We, I think we did it the last time. That's right. Although, I don't, I don't think we ever did put him on there the first time. Let me take a look. No, we couldn't have because all the names from the first time are on this one now. Frank Zappa. <laughs> Hey there, people, I'm Bobby Brown. They say I'm the cutest Let's play the whole thing. boy in town. My car Do it, is huh? fast, my teeth is shiny. What do you say, Josh? I tell all the girls they can kiss my hiney. Them. Here I am at a famous school. I'm dressing sharp and I'm acting cool. I got a cheerleader here wants to help with my paper. Better do all the work and maybe later I'll raise I don't think so. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Gang well, no, rape is nothing, funny. There was nothing wrong with that. Right up until there. I'll tell you what, you play it. All right. See ya. Bob, 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 Bobby Bar. <laughs> How was that? Bobby Barr. Oh. <laughs> 622 votes on the poll about dead people. How do you like that? Only in South Florida would they enjoy so much a poll about stiffs. And why not? Well, here's Josh's line, line nine. Hey, Neil. Yeah. How about a poll of who we want dead? Yeah, okay. I know who would lead, and that's why we're not doing it. 5670560. Oh, you guys don't need that knock on the door. I'm sure of that. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil. Yes, sir. I sure would love to let Susan Gray rule my route. Yeah, okay, good. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil, how are you today? Okay. It's always good to hear you. And I've got, um, I really didn't hear a full list of your polls. There's so many one, 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 one. Uh, how about Jesus Cristo? Let's see. I guess he was a pubic figure, yeah. Okay. Thank you, sir. How about Monte Cristo? Okay. Yeah, how about Jesus Christ? How about the Mo Man? Oh, we're still waiting for that. We'll have a big party with pizza. We'll let uh, yeah, we'll let Brad from Tony's cater the party. All for me. Yeah, we'll still. In fact, we'll stuff some in a casket. Just get a casket. We'll stuff some in Mo's uh, casket basket, right? Right. From what Reaper used to say, and the Beast as well. He used to. Well, it's got to do with those dingleberries. We don't want to get too graphic now, especially in the middle of lunchtime while I'm eating my cashews. Six hundred and twenty-five votes. You think we're going to make that eight hundred by two o'clock? Oh, we could cheat? No, I mean, we don't need to cheat. We, I just don't understand. This is a momentous day, man. It's the 29th of June. It's the day that Sports Talk Radio officially died. A wicked death. You know who, you know who put the final nails in the coffin, by the way? I give up. Let me give you a clue. Not, not Geldy. Another squeaky voice. He was on this morning with Tony Cigaretto. Yeah. No. Squeaky, I said. Not retarded. Ira? Windbag. That's it. Ira Windbag, the man who put the put the nails in the coffin of Sports Talk Radio in South Florida. We are ired, uh, ired out. Aren't ain't you? I don't I'm even sorry, hear ired out. I guarantee Evan Cohen ain't going to have Ira Windbag it's all the day. Same to neither, me, you know. neither will oh, I know that. I wonder if uh, Flea uh, Feldman and Mishmash are going to have Ira on there. I sure hope not tonight. I may be monitoring, so don't put that bastard on again. Thanks, Ira. Thanks for nothing, you loser. 
While supplies last, save hundreds of dollars off a Sealy Posturepedic Striker Ultra Plus Euro Pillow Top only from Dial Mattress. That's spelled S-T-R-Y-K-E-R, just like Jeff Stryker. As a matter of fact, speaking of Jeff Stryker, it sounds like that mattress needed replacing too, didn't it? What? Sounded a little squeaky to me. A little bit. For a limited time, take 400 bucks off a queen set, just 699 Take 550 bucks off a king set. Similar savings in all sizes. Now, this isn't some cheapo mattress that other stores promote their ads. This is a luxury Sealy Posture PD complete with memory foam and premium coil unit, perfect for the master bedroom. But this is a special limited time offer. It won't last forever. So call 1-800-MATTRESS right now and find out more about the Stryker mattress. Maybe Jeff actually slept on it from uh, from Sealy. That's Jeff Stryker, not Jeff uh, High. Or ask about clearance pricing on other Sealy Posture PEDICs. Call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S and ask about their 12-month financing plan, too. The best piece of shopping, it's a piece of cake, man. Save a lot of gas, time, and money. Don't be schlepping all over town in the middle of 100-degree uh, uh, temperatures. Just sit there and pick up the phone. And call Dial a Mattress, and you'll find out why they're ranked number one in the world in overall customer satisfaction. I've been using them for years. Guarantee you. I'll bet you everybody in the world's life on it, you'll love them. Call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for stupendous savings. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Oh, I hate that station. I got a reason. Why I feel so blue I got a radio and nothing much to do There ain't nobody who could wear these shoes I've got the double Q-I-O-D blues Ain't got no car now, nor do I have a wife Rick Riley told me that I need to get a life I need guitar man, tell me what to do I've got the double Q-I-O-D <laughs> I don't think I ever played that before in my life. I can't remember that. Where the hell did that come from? I don't know. It Obviously must have been like magic. It must be like a um, Lincoln Fudzel. Yeah, bit. like one of those Godfather drop-ins. What's the matter with you? I think your brain is going soft. Anyway, we forgot to put I Hate This Pole on the pole. That'll goose it up a little bit. Right? Right. Come on, Josh. Let's hop on there. I Hate This Pole. And maybe uh, we should also put on there none of them. None of the above. Okay. Because we got a lot of heartless bastards out there. They don't care about anybody. They don't even care about themselves. All they know is... I have no life. That. So and anything to goose that baby up there, because we got six uh, and odd. we got six odd? 641. Six odd what? A political consultant whose company was behind a TV ad accusing the Clinton-Gore administration of giving away nuclear technology was convicted of child molestation charges in Edinburgh, Texas. That's right. You see it? Including the little girl in the commercial that he had. Produced. A jury deliberated almost two days before. Did you talk about this? I mentioned it briefly. Oh, well, I'll mention it again. A jury deliberated almost two days before convicting Carrie Lee Kramer, 44, of aggravated sexual assault of a child, two counts of indecency with the child by contact, and one count of indecency with the child by exposure. He was cleared of nine other charges Tuesday. He faces up to 149 years in prison. Kramer, who now lives in Tucson, Arizona, gained national attention during the 2000 presidential election when his company created the ad that accused the administration of giving nuclear technology to China in exchange for campaign contributions. The spot was modeled after the infamous 60, 1964 Daisy nuclear scare commercial and was pulled after a barrage of Democratic criticism. Kramer, who had been free on bond since his 2005 arrest, was taken into custody on a $4 million appeal bond after the verdict. 
Two girls accused Kramer of sexual assault, alleging it occurred in the past eight years. Defense attorney Charles Banker argued the allegations were invented by Kramer's ex-wife to help her case in a custody battle. And Cocoa, Florida. The pastor of a Rockledge church has been charged with raping a member of his congregation as being held without bond. Solid Life Ministries. I bet you he's rock solid. Solid Life Ministries pastor Jesse French, 43, was arrested on 10 counts of sexual battery and 15 counts of lewd and lascivious conduct. I bet you Sally Fitz is curious about that sexual battery. <laughs> yeah, she figures maybe she lost that one. A 21-year-old congregant told police that the pastor began abusing her about four months ago after telling her he needed to anoint her with oil. Oh, is that what they call it now? Yeah, anoint her in the joint. That led to fondling and sex on ten occasions, she said. The woman told investigators that she repeatedly tried to stop French, but that he would read the Bible to her and quote scripture to suggest that God wanted them to have sex. That's worked for me before, too. Maybe he was saying, good God, that's good. French was arrested June 22. A message left early yesterday for French's attorney was not immediately returned. Cocoa, Florida. That's almost as good as the guy that was doing his puppy up there in there. Where was that? That was some, somewhere oh, up there. Yeah, some redneck Same place. neck of the woods. You know, when you look at all the votes that Dale Earnhardt's got in this poll, I'll tell you one thing, though. First time we took this poll a few years ago, it's got to be at least three, four, five, we asked the same question, and Dale Earnhardt, and this, this had to be a put-on, didn't it? I think it was right after he died. He had 742 votes, and in the second place, JFK had 209. Are you following that? Mm-hmm. He had 36.5% of all the votes, Dale Earnhardt. What's that? Maybe all the rednecks have left us. You think that's possible? We can only pray? God. Maybe they all died. Maybe they went to Redneck Heaven with, uh, who did Hillbilly Heaven? Huh? Tex, uh, Tex Ritter. Oh. Don't you remember that song, Hillbilly yes, Heaven? I do. I dreamed I died and went to Hillbilly Heaven. On Capitol Records, Tex Ritter. I don't know. He was no John Ritter. He was no Scott Ritter. Which public figure's death has affected you the most? I bet you we're going to have over 700 votes by the top of the hour. we got 644 right now. Well, maybe not. It's going to be a real battle right down to the wire for that 800 votes. And the reason we're not at our usual thousand up to snuff is because Eric, well, I don't want to browbeat Eric. He does a fine job for us. It's a labor of love. And you know whose fault it really is? I give up M- yours. Mine. Because if I would have just called him or even just emailed him last night and said, Hey, Eric, thanks for getting the new poll up, but it doesn't work, sweetheart. Uh, do something. Diddle with it. He would have diddled with it, and he would have mm-hmm. fixed the poll, too. And once you get your BlackBerry, you can just text him on his cell phone. I mean, once I get my replacement BlackBerry for the one that right. I lost. At least they're sending me the new model now, the uh, 8700 series. Oh, the new one? Is that the yeah. Dingleberry, the one that fits right up your ass? It's the Dingleberry. In fact, uh, you know who invented it? Do, 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 do. Mo. That's what he was... Uh, actually, when he was reaching down his pants like that, he was, all, he was always just sending a message to uh, Garcia or somebody. <laughs> he was probably, having... Jeff, probably Jeff Garcia. <laughs> Nobody wants fresh breath? You know, I, w- I was thinking about that before the show today, about back in the day when we had all the hot naked pictures on there. On our website. Mm-hmm. And what was her name? You would remember. I will. Give me a hint. Carmela de Caesar. See, I knew it. Carmela de Caesar. She was about as pristine and clean as it can get. And he allegedly was like, she was his girlfriend, Jeff Garcia. Yes. That's what I heard. So, wow. So don't believe everything you hear. Anybody bring any gum? Nobody wants fresh breath? See, Josh would know that because you've seen that, right, a million times? Oh, have I? It's just, it just makes you, you don't know whether to laugh or cry. I'll choose 650 makes me want to cry. 652, it's kind of like those pride parades. makes me want to cry or just hide in the broom, go back in the broom closet. But I don't want to spend any time in there with Tommy Cruz or John Revolta, and certainly not with R. Kelly. JFK, 174, John Lennon, 78. Dale Earnhardt has fallen mightily. He's only got 53 in this time around, 6.1% or 8.1%. 
Phil Hartman, 38. Bob Weaver, 26. Rest in peace. John Belushi, 23. Princess Diana, 23. Kurt Cobain, 19. Bobby Kennedy, 16. Jeff Garcia, I mean, Jer- <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Jerry Garcia. Well, I guarantee you, Jeff Garcia could probably sing just as well. Yeah, I never saw it together. Yeah, and probably has fresher breath. Jerry Garcia, 14. Martin Luther King, 14. Uh, JFK Jr., 12. Johnny Carson, 10. Elvis Presley, 10. Taking these polls now with this uh, skeleton audience we got mm-hmm. is like farting into a gigantic hurricane. Jim Morrison, 9. Freddie Mercury, 8. Jim Henson, 8. Harry Carey, 7. Jackie Gleason, 6. Chris Farley, 6. Rodney Dangerfield, 6. Hunter S. Thompson, 6. Nipsey Russell, 5. So many dead celebrities, so little time. Johnny Cash, 4. Ronnie Reagan, 4. Marlon Brando, only 4. Pope John Paul the Tooth had 4. Lucy, 4. Charles Schultz, 4. John Wayne, 4. Ann Bishop, 3. Carol O'Connor, 3. Ray Charles, 3. Richard Pryor, 3. Sinatra, 3. 2 for Dr. Edward Teller. Fred Rogers, Robert Stack, John Ritter, Bob Keeshan, Christopher Reeve, Ann Bancroft, Peter Jennings, Don Knotts, Marilyn Monroe, and one already for none of the above. See, I told you. Frank Zappa, Aaron Spelling, Jack Lemon, Lamone, Gene Rayburn, Ralph Redneck, Tony Randall, Isabel Sanford, Rick James. They all got one. And then I'm not going to go any further. How about the ones with none, with zero? Nobody cares about Bobby Bonds. No. How about Ward Bonds? Who? How about Gary U.S. Bonds? I hate this pool, don't have any yet. Morris Gibb, none. Zero for Dr. Bob, Jimmy Stewart, Catherine Hepburn, Buddy Hackett, Bob Hope, Barry Bond. How about, what's his name, Spencer Tracy? He's always on these pools. Let's stick his old ugly ass on there. Spencer Tracy. Who'd you like better, Spencer Tracy or Dick Tracy? Like Spencer the car wash guy. Well, I preferred the cartoon myself. 1242, 18 to 1 at QAM. Evan Cohen at 2 this afternoon in that 2 to 4 in that mystery slot. Never heard him in my life, and already it's, I'm thinking it's going to be a gigantic improvement. If you think you might have termites in your home, why not do the smart thing right now? We're right in the middle of uh, about a month into hurricane season, so you know we're in the middle of termite season. So call our friends at Rid of Pest Control today and get you a free termite inspection. There is absolutely no obligation. Did they delouse your house yet or what? No, not yet. They're doing it. They're going to. Rid of Pest Control uses that amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and the regs 100% on contact. They're going faster than you can say, where's uh, Troy Stratford? By the way, if anybody finds Troy Stratford, call the police. If you have termites, this is the best possible way to get rid of them. You don't have to tent your house and make a circus in your neighborhood. No worrying about poisonous gas. No moving out and staying in hotels or motels for days or weeks at a time. You don't have to worry about the food or your pets and your health. Because the folks at Rid of Pest Control use this amazing orange oil. And they don't, you don't have to leave it all. In fact, when they're done treating your property, the only thing left behind is the clean set of oranges for just a few days. So if you have a termite problem or think you might have one in the, uh, in the, in the works, nip it in the bud by calling Rid of Pest Control right now and ask them about this amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and their eggs 100% on contact. No tending. They just do a fabulous job every time. Call them right now for a free no-obligation inspection, 1-800-447-4348. That's 1-800-447-4348. And when you call them, be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. Hey, you're next, Todd. 1-800-447-4348. This is Neil Rogers. Rock, rock solid. This is 562 AM. It's the concert of the summer. William Hung and Connie Chung. Hung and Chung together. Oh, the memories. 
Now that the show is through, I've got bigger things to do. But Maury is back weighing in. Fat babies, how taboo. Your ears will bleed. So obnoxious, you'll have a stroke. Sing for the memories. William Hung and Connie Chung. Hung Chung Palooza. She's back! She's back! Twelve forty-seven at five sixty. WQAM telling viewers that Bill O'Reilly misrepresented viewer statistics. Keith Olbermann, one of our favorites, anchor of Countdown with Keith Olbermann and MSNBC, explained that his audience has grown thirty-seven percent, while the O'Reilly factors has dropped twenty percent in the same period. Fox's ratings are lower than they were five years ago. Bill O, 267,000 of your nightly viewers have vanished since last June. Call Fox Security, they are missing, Olbermann said, as only he can. Olbermann also speaks of dropping viewer numbers for the other Fox shows. All 11 of Fox's regular show's ratings are down. Four of them are down by 15% or more, he notes. Of course, he doesn't mention the fact that MSNBC don't have any numbers other than his show, and maybe, maybe a little hardballs, and that they're, like, changing everything over there. But they got Rita Crosby. How much do you watch MSNBC? Seriously. How much do I? Yes. Um, none. You don't watch Keith? Well, that, but I just started that. Uh-oh, Delaware River expected to crest above flood stage in New Hope, Pennsylvania. That's on MSNBC right now. You know, everybody came out yesterday and helped. It What's was just like this about? huge, uh, vast amount of people just helping, and everybody's trying to stay positive. It's, it's a perfect place to live. It's, it's beautiful here, and something that's going to happen. And it's not supposed to, but... Yeah, you got your own swimming pool. Just to walk, step right off the um, porch, and you got your own swimming pool right there. Kind of that brown, dirty, muddy water, though. It looks like those canals in Amsterdam. They're looking at that on MSNBC, that really no. brown water. Oh, no, that must be the mud, isn't it? That's right. That's what it is. I sure hope. Maybe the cat again. You know, if your cat starts acting up, throw its head off. That's a good lesson for all you kids out there. And you will not go to the slammer because the courts have already decided. The jury already ruled. Hey, if your cat's like ill and acting real antisocial, bada-bing. Right? Right. 684 votes. Man, we got 11 minutes to get up to 700 by the top of the hour, and then, then the sky's the limit after that. JetBlue, known for its swank seats. i never flown JetBlue. Have you? No. I don't think so. You know what the problem is? All these newfangled little airlines um, that get all the great write-ups like Southwest, they don't go anywhere that I want to go. Like Southwest, I mean, it gets nothing but fantastic reviews. The only problem is, like, for example, if you want to fly from Fort Lauderdale to L.A., this is, it, it takes, like, 18 different flights. JetBlue, known for its swank seats and individual passenger TVs, ranks highest among low-cost carriers in customer satisfaction, says a survey released today. JetBlue received stellar numbers across the board, topping the ratings in all seven customer satisfaction categories. Findings from the study by J.D. Power Associates and Aviation Week magazine are based on responses from over 9,000 passengers who flew on a major North American airline this year between January and May. You know what the best North American airline is for my money? I give up. Air Canada. Okay. Not, not, it's not even close. Overall customer satisfaction with both low-cost and traditional multi-cabin carriers was measured by seven factors. In order of importance, cost, and fees, well, the Air Canada is not very good on that. They soak an arm in five legs. It's called Monopoly. Quality of flight crewing, including courtesy and appearance, in-flight services, such as the availability of food and beverages, ease of check. Oh, you know something? I told you about the horrendous flight I had back from Amsterdam to Toronto. The whore in the flight. The whore in the flight. So anyway, the, uh, the what do they call them? The uh, purser. Okay. So she came by, and of course, they, they, you know, and obviously I told her that I fly a KLM a hell of a lot. I, I spent a ton of money on her mm-hmm. airline. 
And so I didn't order the meal because the food there is like from a hunger makes you want to barf. And so she made me a toasted ham and cheese sandwich. She had it made special. Really? And it was damn good. Wow. I, I, I keep asking myself this question. Why? I've asked this for many years. Instead of trying to be gourmet chefs because the food on most airlines just right. absolutely blows, why not make things available like that? that that's a why great not, idea. Why not have it catered by people who make like sub sandwiches? or right. It doesn't even have to be hot. Right. right? They just have deli stuff there. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Yeah, it would. As opposed to Chef Schmendrick, who put together the beef lasagna oh, with the, uh, the, the little uh, potatoes. and Oh, God. It's a glorified TV dinner is what it it's is. It's horrible. It is just awful. The study finds that process factors such as check-in, how passengers board a plane, how baggage is delivered at the destination, and people factors such as hiring the right people and training and enabling them to be successful are what differentiate carriers in the eyes of passengers. JetBlue scored 81 points above the average for low-cost carriers with an overall satisfaction index score of 820 out of a possible 1,000. Southwest Airlines was a distant second, and Frontier Airlines was at the bottom. Did you ever hear Frontier? Yeah. I, I've flown Frontier, actually. And? They're a, they're a, a like local puddle-jumping airline in the northwest. That's how you have to get to Montana from Denver. I'll be damned. Well, I don't want to go to either one of those places. Among the multi-cabin airlines, Continental Airlines was highest-rated carrier, ex- uh, excelling in check-ins, in-flight service, and cost and fee factors. Delta was a close second, and American Airlines was third. Air Canada was last among traditional carriers. Huh. How do you like that? Good. Good. You fly American. You fly the terrorist uh, airline of choice, and I'll stick with Air Canada. Thank you. Well, speaking of terrorists. Yes? I think, wasn't JetBlue the first one to install those bulletproof doors right after 9-11? I have no idea. I think so. Well, the big thing about JetBlue is uh, everybody gets their own TV in the back of the seat. That's great. This fax that you just sent me, and by the way, it is your machine because I tested, I, I made a copy of something on my machine. Okay. And there's no lines down the middle. So as usual, it's on your ass end. Don't feel bad about it. Just investigate between now and next Thursday. Okay. okay. Maybe you need a new toner cartridge or whatever, whatever you got. I'm going to get a two-toner cartridge. Somebody says the bird, Glenn Hill. And just, you know, like he, public figure's death. You want to put him on there? He ain't going to get any votes. Oh, I don't care. It's kind of silly. Me, I, he looks like a nerd. They call him bird. Anyway, what were you talking about with Jim Scholar as a crazy person? There there must have been more to that. You said that like, uh, I don't know, a couple I, of I weeks thought ago. you knew. I, I, I you said thought it really I knew what? Said, well, what does that mean? Well, how many... Um, I mean, in this business, how much interaction have you had with him? How much? How many times have you uh, been in person with him? Maybe, uh, maybe a couple of times in my whole life. Oh, m- me too. That's all it took for me. Really? Yeah. I never knew it was really him. I, I mean, I confused. spent some time. I always confused him with Bill Zimfer because I saw the two of them so infrequently. Okay. And they would show up, and I think, hey, I didn't see. There's nothing worse than when somebody shows up and you, you don't know for sure who it is because you don't. Oh yeah. Hey, hi, that. Bill. How you doing? Oh, I'm not Bill. I'm uh, Jim Schuyler. Oh, I, you know. So I, so I just say, hi, how you doing, you know, whoever you are. Why is he a crazy person, or is it just... I don't know why story? he's a crazy person. He just is. He's an arm-flapping spaz. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Oh, yeah, here's one. When I grow up, I want to be just like Jim Skyler with the $30 keyboard too. I wouldn't need to buy a fancy dad or a computer, a microphone and tape deck will do. Even a schlepper like Boca Brian has better equipment, but even sound. Oh, when I grow up, I want to be just like Jim Skyler, then I wouldn't have to spend my dough. Here comes my solo. I wouldn't 
understand, my dear. I think that sounds just fine. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Okay, 1259. The obvious question that everybody in South Florida is asking, uh, did Troy Stratford show up dead or alive? No. He's still AWOL? Yes. Well, as usual, we bail him out. Hey, all you horse racing fans and poker players, Pompano Park Racing and Poker has got all the plunging action you want and will also feature a great free fireworks show this Saturday, July 1st. In addition to the fireworks show Saturday, after the last race at 10.30 p.m., you can win one of ten raffle tickets for the $60,000 one-of-a-kind Marlins Chopper Motorcycle that will be on display. Each raffle ticket comes with two game-day tickets to see those red-hot Marlins baseball team. Plus, for the kids, there will be free miniature horse rides, free face painting, and a free caricature artist starting at 7.30 in the p.m. Located just a half mile from both I-95 and the Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to. And best of all, Pompano Park gives you free admission and free general parking every day. Live harness racing in the Great Smoke Free Poker Room open every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Poker gets underway at noon, goes on till midnight, and live racing gets underway nightly at 7.25 and a p.m., Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Don't miss out on Dollar Night on Wednesdays at the track. That's when draft beer, soda, hot dogs, and lots more, just a buck apiece, starting at 6 in the p.m. Don't forget the big free fireworks show this Saturday, July 1, at Pompano Park, a block south Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the current racing schedule, call 954-972-2000. Be sure and tell them that Troy Stratford told you to call, or on the Wicked Web, it's PompanoPark.com. Hello, this is Arnold. This is not a tumor. It's the one to two hour. This is Dan Rather for one of the final times reporting for CBS News. You may have heard that I will be leaving the network for which I served as news anchor for 24 years. CBS has basically told me there is no future for me there. Well, wipe the dog poo off my shoe and call me Red Butt. No future for me. No future for me. This from a network that hired a party girl to be their news anchor. I say baloney to you, sirs. Baloney. This Katie person drinks cheap champagne out of her stilettos while tabletop dancing and belting out karaoke, which I'm told is a Japanese-influenced singing style. No future for me. I have been the face of that dump for more than three decades. Long before Survivor, CSI, or the Monday Night Comedy Block, which actually blows, I was the king. Yet they have the audacity, the unmitigated gall, to tell me there is no future with them, no future for me. You make up a couple of stories about the president, suddenly you're persona non grata. How about that long-haired freak we had in the radio division for all those years? They rewarded him by sending him to a company where the cowsills have their own radio show. If you ask me, that's not too much vision for a company with an eyeball for a logo. Who could even believe that I, the great Dan Rather, would become about as useless as boobs on a bull? I guess the only way to ensure your future with this network is to cover oneself with body glitter and sleep with less moonbeams. For the record, I tried. Less was less than receptive. I have been forced to consider offers that, quite frankly, are beneath me. For example, a hosting job on the show So You Think You Can Dance and a new reality show called Milking Cows with Celebrities. This reporter has rubbed shoulders with the greatest newsmakers of our time. Gorbachev, Brezhnev, Heidi Fleiss. And now I'm going on casting calls with Screech from Saved by the Bell, whose own home is in foreclosure mode. Well, fire my skillet and wrap me in bacon. I won't take it laying down, unless, of course, Les Moonves reconsiders. Humiliated, yes. 
Embarrassed, certainly, but not dead. Not just yet. For now, this is Dan Rather signing off. I have a meeting with the people at Cialis to become the new face of erectile dysfunction. This reporter is in as much shock as Willie Nelson reading his tax bill. But I say this here and now. I will not go quietly into that good night. I will maintain what's left of my dignity, even if I am forced to endorse adult diapers. Dan Rather reporting for, well, no one. 708, well, what's going to happen now that Star Jones Reynolds is off the view? How can the world go on, you know what? The sun will God. never rise again. Now that we got that Brangelina story and at the Tomcat and the Star Jones Reynolds and all these other very important things going on, how can we survive? 708 votes on the poll. That's not too shabby, you know. Our goal is 800 during the show. I just, I just picked that number out of my earlobe. Thought it was a good number. And you didn't think we could do it. No, I didn't. And we still might not. You know, I mean, we've got 57 minutes to go. You'd think we would be able to on this high-priced show, but it's still stuck there sitting at 708. And we got so many names on there now. Maybe they're having a difficult time figuring out who they uh, like the most. But the real exciting news is, and I thought you told me that this um, MySpace thing was going through the roof. I don't know what you mean by that. You got all these uh, friends? Two, and, uh, we what have 211 you? friends. Well, what is that? What, what is 211? That's like the, whatever. That's our friends. That's a lot. And it's only been on there for a week. I mean, the object isn't to see how many friends you can collect. You know something? That, that's a lot. Like like the money we raised uh, for Abandoned Pet Rescue this year was a lot. But those are the people that are using MySpace. Yeah. That, you know, that are aware of Well, based on the poll you took yesterday, there aren't that many of our people are using MySpace. No, no. It's for young, hip people, not old folks. But not, not our old, old right. goofballs like we got. Right. Right. Younger and hipper people, like the ones that listen to Danny LaBastard, both of them, with his 1.2 share. Boy, I'm going to tell you, you folks across the street, Joe Feinberg and all you fakers over there, we may be like on our last legs, this radio station. We may be dying over here, but you people are like, uh, you need to be born again, because I don't think you got born the first time. Man, how many times did I tell you in the last couple of years, you cannot, you can't talk yourself into having listeners. You can't talk yourself into being a success. You can make a lot of stories up. And you can blow a lot of smoke, and you can use a lot of your cronies in the media to blow the smoke for you and to create like a, uh, a, a cloud. But when, you, when, the, when the dust clears and when the actual number is there, you ain't got it. You ain't got squat. And that's why it's, just, it's so pathetic to kind of swill like it's written in these two rags called newspapers in South Florida. It's pathetic, tragic. Losers like that old turd Jim Sarney and that little piece of pudge Barry Jackass, the couch potato. Oh, I'm Barry Jackson, Neil, and a lot of what you say about me is true. Yeah, you're a turd, okay? You're a fat little turd with a, with a brain the size of a BB that goes to work at the Herald with Mommy driving every day who makes you a bologna and peanut butter sandwich. God, is there any wonder why his brain is turned to whatever the hell it is? Crap. Can we still say that? No. Call up Joyce and see if we can still say Crap. It. Oh, no. 5670560. Oh, Come on, let's get some of the intellectual calls on here. They get a warm-up for George tomorrow. Now, what, what were your calls like yesterday? Oh, they were spectacular. They were intellectual, funny. There, a lot were, of ladies. there were a lot of them. Ladies all over the place, young, right. living and breathing people. Living and breathing. The hipsters were caught in yesterday. Yeah, all day long, yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad because that, that's your category <laughs> now that I'm over the age of 100. No, you you got to take care of the younger, hipper part of the audience. What I meant to say is uh, they were crap. Hey, Neil, what's going on? Yes, sir. Uh, what about Aaron Gill? Aaron Gill? Aaron Gill or Annie Dominguez or uh, Nina Castell and Maritza. What do you think about those guys? What are you talking about? Maritza and uh, Nina and Nanny and Aaron Gill when Aaron Gill left the SRG. <laughs> I thought ah. Kelly was dead. Oh, my God. What language was he speaking? 
no. Speak it in English, baby. Speak it in English. People are laughing at your silly ass, okay? It was Portuguese. Was that what it was, Portuguese? I'm thinking of going to Lisboa. Tell me all Seems about to be it. really big deal. Well, I saw that Lisbon, uh, that Portugal uh, soccer team on there. I saw that Ronaldo guy that plays under there got injured. Oh, gee, he hurt his little pinky or whatever. He, he, he was uh, squeezing it. He, got, he hurt it. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Okay. Hey, Neil, can you please tell me, because I missed it. I've been a listener ever since uh, probably 86. Yeah. Uh, what what happened with the Condoleezza thing that you couldn't play it anymore? Uh, I know they came down on you or some, but I, I, don't, I never got it from where for what happened. We can't you play know, it right? no more. Yeah, but tell me why. Tell you why? Because we can't. Because why? That's why. But it's good. <laughs> okay. It's not good. It's bad is what it is. Real bad. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. That was a griever doing a voice. Now he couldn't he couldn't do that kind of a voice. You know the fact that I, I'm not going to go into it. I'm just just going to bite my tongue until it bleeds real you know all mm -hmm. over the place. So you taste it. I just I just uh, it's just amazing you know. Clarence and his boyfriends now running the radio station and take a look at those numbers man. Take a look at those trends and weep. Why did he weep? My God, a once great ass kicking radio station and it's not because they went across the street. I mean, even if you put, if you take the sports segments and you put the numbers of the two stations together, you still got an embarrassing number. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to be doing an embarrassing number. WQAM, hello. in Canada. WQAM, hello. It's Connick Thursday. WQAM, hello. You were talking about the great one. WQAM, hello. Yes, uh, did you mention John Ritter yet? Yeah, we mentioned him. Do you want to vote for him? I hope not. <laughs> okay, thank you. What did you like about John Ritter? Uh, I just, you know, I'm from the old days. I watched uh, Three's Company when I was Oh, my up. God. Well, I'm sure glad you got that out of your system, man. <laughs> All right. See you. All I can say to you is... You fairy. I just John watched Ritter. the marathon the other day. Now, did we, did we actually... I mean, we when we went through the list of people that died... <laughs> we, we mentioned them, but we put them on? Yeah, I put them on there, like, sometime. You got a vote? He's got two votes. He's got a pair. John Ritter had a pair. I, I, boy, I never would have believed that. Now, I understand he was a very nice guy. Well, who cares? All the people around him, I'm sure. Oh, okay. That's enough. We don't need any more of that. It was a bad theme and a bad show, and he was about as funny as... Yeah, um, but the chicks never wore A bras. gigantic tumor on your kneecap, man. He wasn't funny at all. Or no, entertaining not. or a good actor or anything else. He had no talent. Now, wasn't he the son of Thelma Ritter, or did I just make that up? Mm. Oh, come Thelma on. Ritter. You know, Thelma Ritter, the, uh, no. the uh, character actress from 100 years ago. Well, you better. Thelma Ritter was great. Google it. As what? As herself. As something. Google it. Thelma Ritter. And you'll say, oh, my goodness, I know who that is. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Uh, did you all mention Grace Kelly yet? How could we forget Princess Grace? Did every time we do every time we do one of these, we put her on her. She never gets any votes. Oh, that's well, that's not right. That is not right. You're right. How about that? And can I ask George a question? Go right ahead. Hey George, what's the F4 key for? The what now? F4 key. You were saying that you yesterday you were talking about it. You had conversations with your wife about the F4 key and well, what it does. About the Alt F. Oh, Alt F. I'm sorry. Yeah, no problem. I'll, I'll write you a letter. <laughs> All right. Boy, it sure piqued my curiosity. Alt F wow. my ass. All right, that's a big keyboard. What the hell is that? 
The alt F key. Oh, something I mentioned in passing. She heard it. Well, she was very perspicacious and a nice lady with laryngitis. Yes. So we got Grace Kelly on there, or what? Yes. Princess Grace. Oh, that Thelma Ritter. You mentioned her before. And she was. And you know something? This couldn't happen again in a billion years. You want to know why? Why? Who did she just say for the poll? Grace Kelly. Right. Who was in Rear Window? Who played the maid? Thelma Ritter. That's why you mentioned it before. Holy crap. What do I tell you? All all these years I've been telling you people that there are no coincidences, that everything in life, it all all pieces together. You know, it's like like a jigsaw puzzle. I mean, like a saw puzzle. Can't say that first syllable no more. Not anymore. You see what I'm saying, though? That, that couldn't happen again in a billion years, in a, in a trillion years, in the history of the human race. That should be on the front page of every major newspaper. Forget about wiretaps. Forget about uh, bank uh, transactions. The Neil Rogers show falls into a bucket of crap. And what movie did Josh just watch here a couple of weeks ago? Rear Window. Thelma Ritter was the maid, right? That's right. I want to know who the, uh, the ballet dancer was. That was good. I think it was Raymond Burr. <laughs> oh, in his lighter days. Twelve minutes after one at 560 WQM. I still, you could knock me over with a feather after doing that. For years now, I've been telling you about the Melting Pot famous fondue restaurants. And boy, if you haven't been in the pot for a while now, now is the time to go back. Especially during these boring summer days. You know, if you can't enjoy uh, being outdoors when it's 100 degrees in the shade and the mosquitoes are as big as bowling balls, at least go get yourself a great meal. In fact, it's more than just a meal. It's an entire dining experience. Take the whole gang for a full four-course dining experience, starting with a renowned cheese fondue. They serve it up with three different kinds of great breads, Granny Smith apples and crisp veggies. Next comes your choice of lively salads. And then your entrees include a combination of lobster, filet mignon. Uh, what is it after the filet mignon? I give up. Oh, see you. Cajun seasoned chicken. That's my bad because I never let you do that in this spot before, and that's my bad. Pork, duck, portobello, mushrooms, and lots more cooked in oil or broth. And the reason I didn't let them do that is because we have to pay him for each one he throws in there. And don't forget the Melty Pot's homemade dipping sauces. They really make the fondue experience fun and delish. And now the clincher is those amazing desserts. The famous chocolate fondue desserts that leave you almost tongue-tied with fresh strawberries, bananas, pineapple, cheesecake, brownies, and tasty marshmallows rolled in crushed Oreos or graham crackers for dipping only at the Melty Pot. You got pots all over town, man. Tell them that old Neil sent you by for a real dining experience and enjoy like crazy. The Fort Lauderdale location, Kendall, Boca Raton, Coral Springs, Cooper City, and of course, prestigious North Miami Beach. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 Man, that way. How are you talking to me that way? How can you talk to me that way? I work here. I didn't come in here to be mistreated. Go to lunch, will you? That's why I, I, I came in to work today. That's Please why. I come in. I'll let you know. That's why I came in here. I go thought, to lunch. I don't want to go to lunch. Go to lunch, George. Where does he get off? Talk that way to a working man. Oh, will you take it outside? We have people trying to do business. That's what I came in here for. That's what I'm trying to do. I meet, I meet Gestapo tactics. Excuse me. I meet Gestapo tactics. I meet Gestapo tactics. That's not right. Huh? That's not. As long as I... Will you get out of here? Will you get out of here? Will you? I'm trying to run an office here. Now, will you go to lunch? Go to lunch. Will you go to lunch? Jesus, Bang, 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 shoot the bright village. Oh, 
She don't have any votes yet. Right. But, you know, I can't stop thinking about that Thelma Ritter thing. How many times in the history of your life or my life have we ever even mentioned Thelma Ritter? Maybe twice. once or twice before? Twice. You never in mentioned all these hundred years? And now all of a sudden the lady calls in with Grace Kelly, and Josh has just seen, thanks to my generosity, rear window a couple of weeks ago, and it put all the pieces together, and what do you got? got Jimmy him. Stewart in a wheelchair with binoculars. Yeah, pretty boring, except for the end. It, w- it, was, not, it was not boring. <laughs> it was, uh, every scene in one room. Maid comes in, and his buddy comes in, the FBI guy, and blah, blah, blah. You know, but the end was good. It just took a long time to get there. And the dancer was good. <laughs> you know, this could be a regular feature on a show. Josh Cordes movie reviews. Only for the ones he didn't fall asleep in the middle of, though. Well, he didn't. He, he made it to the end of this well, one. You're doing okay so far. You got some good ones for me. Yeah. You got two that I did not like. Network you didn't like. You fell asleep in the middle of it. It was too ponderous for you. I can't give, I can't give a, a positive Rear, review on Rear, Rear Window. Rear Window is uh, ponderous and boring, but the ending was good. Okay. But yeah, I like uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. You turned me on to Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. Uh, I remember one thing. Crash. Buffy's for closes on Right. Yeah. There you go. Crash was excellent. What else did you... Uh, and what did I see from you? Did um, we uh, send him happiness? Oh, standing in the shadows of Motown. Right. Um, I think that's it from you. Happiness? Nope. Very sick. Now, what do you think, George? You think he's ready to watch that? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't inflict that on him. What, what, what do you mean by that? It's got a lot of spody in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I need a vacation. <laughs> Here's a fax from Bill in Fort Lauderdale who says, My vote is for an abused talent typical in the recording industry. Stevie Ray Vaughan, rock on, says Bill. Well, I got news for you. My initial inclination was nobody's going to vote for Stevie Ray, but if uh, Jerry uh, Garcia can be on there and Jeff Garcia, why the hell not? Right? Right. Stevie Ray Vaughan, who, by the way, is still dead. Wow. Yeah, okay, I won't uh, make you watch Happiness. It, it's very I'll sick. I'll bring it in. You don't you don't think it's a good movie? I thought it was very good. Yeah, I thought it was excellent. It, it's just very very sick. There are some unsettling moments in it. To say no, that. no kidding. Yeah, no kidding. Well, it's either it's either that or Jerry. Take your pick. No, I'm good. I still need to Jerry. see um, Imaginary Heroes. You said right. Oh no, I'm not. I, let's see. We debated that while you were on vacation, George. You think he would enjoy that movie? I don't know. I, I, now, do you have it? Didn't I send you a copy of it? Yeah, I have it. I think well, I'll bring it, it by and let, let him see it. He All can right. review it one day on the air, just like a scintillating review of Rear Window. Man. See, I I think, if I can draw a, uh, a theme or have a theory about Josh's taste, uh, pacing 
in a movie has a lot to do with whether or not he likes it. Well, I, I, movies wouldn't that have a slow I, would, I wouldn't say that that movie drags. No, not exactly. It's but not exactly fast-paced. It's not like right. the action-filled, dynamic, uh, you mean, know, like on that. On the Josh Cordes scale, maybe it's a little too slow for him. That's well, let's give it a duration. shot. Right. Let's give it a shot. I'm sure he can get by. Just, just skip the scene on New Year's Eve, okay? That's my warning to you. It's very short. There's nothing really there all that unsettling. But, but just pretend that it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah, and so were both of them. So it must have been the ecstasy. 747 votes on a poll. 747, we got 37. I think we got a chance for that 800. It's going to be nip and tuck. Man, oh, man, it's going to be nose to nose. Is it going to be good or what? You know, we didn't get any comment about that movie, Jerry. Hopefully, nobody in this audience has, has suffered having to see that. Well, maybe that's we what all these lines are lit up for. Maybe they're, uh... It know. just happened to be on my cable last night, and it was, I don't know, Matt Damon, and uh, who I usually, his movies are pretty good, and I had no idea. i never seen, uh, what's his name before, Casey Affleck. I know who he is. Yeah. I don't um, want to see him again, huh? I, I don't think I've seen him in anything. Good. WQAM, hello. 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 Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay. Have you ever heard of the movie called The United States of Leland? No. It's Is that about Jim Leland, the former Marlins manager? I have no idea. Yeah, right, no. his grandson. No, but you know what? It's along the lines of a imaginary whatever the hell it is. Heroes. Yep, which I saw. It's, it's along that line. It's a little weird. Now, when, uh, now, what did you think of imaginary heroes? Wasn't that a pretty interesting story? It was, it was pretty cool. It really was. Yeah. It was, you know, I mean, there were some scenes that were just out there. You're leaving, you're going, what the hell's going on? And Sigourney Weaver, man, she was just fabulous, you know, especially once she, once she found the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. After, after she got in trouble. But check, check that. It's, it's a weird movie. You know, you got to really sit through it. But it's called The United States of Leland. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you. Thanks, Pally. No problem. Bye. Okay. Well, it's, it's like imaginary. Of course, I don't know. How do, you, how do you say a movie is like another movie? I don't know. You do. Uh, I've seen it trip around the cable, but I didn't actually watch it. I've just seen it listed. The United States of Leland? Yeah, I don't remember why, but the description didn't sound... Now, am I going to have to say that Jim Leland sat across from me at Pompano Park at the table one night and was very quiet and unassuming? That was back after his uh, Marlin managing days, I believe. You can say that. I already said it a million times, just like Kenny Rogers said at the other cross on the other end of the table one night. Yeah. Did you have any Are roasters? You impressed? And no. then I'll tell a story about Pete Rosehead over there with some floozy with all those $100 bills piled up to the sky and how they were, by the end of the night they were all gone. Next you're going to tell me you played slots next to Burton Cummings. Oh, did you have to remind me? You, you know, I, I hate to admit this. You know, all the great music that you send me that I have in my iPod? Yes. And you know how much I love the Guess Who? Yes. I, I can't listen to it. Oh, no. Just pretend it was a different person. <laughs> I'm trying. Pretend it was somebody inspired by Oh, my God. You see, one thing about all you people that want to meet any of us or meet, you know, big celebrities, don't. Yeah. Don't, because rarely will it be, you know, up to your expectations. It will almost always be disappointing, bitterly disappointing, or just a total disaster. One right. of those three. Am, am I right? No, and in my case, it's guaranteed. What do you mean by that? If they met you? People meet me, they're always well, like... But, yeah, but let's face it. When you go on those appearances, look at the other way around from your perspective. Yeah, I know. There you go. So you've got, you got the uh, thumb up on them. It's probably best for everyone that we don't meet. Right. That's what, the way I feel about it. Just like my coming back to the station, man. Is it going to happen? No. No. Meet all those nifty new people, including um, you know, all our management people and the sales manager guy. and uh, the 400 new sales people. Don't let me forget uh, next Thursday morning to tell you about that spot I was referring to the other day. Okay. 27 past 1. Josh knows which one it is. Hey, with lightning quick speeds, the latest features in security, Comcast high-speed Internet leaves DSL in the dust. DSL, man, is for like uh, 400-year-old people, for Grandma Fudd. 
Call today and get the best offer of the year. Add Comcast High-Speed Internet for just $24.95 a month for your first six months. Plus, Comcast will upgrade to the super-fast 8-meg premium speed tier free. With an always-on connection speed of up to 8 megabits per second, Comcast High-Speed Internet is up to five times faster than DSL-15 and up to 100 times faster than dial-up. God. Whether you're downloading music, watching streaming video, playing online games, or just surfing your favorite sites, Comcast Reliable Fast Connection means you'll be flying through the Internet with the greatest of ease. Plus, when you sign up for Comcast High-Speed Internet, you get instant access to free features like video mail, Comcast Radio Plus, and up to seven personal email accounts, just to be naming a few. Not only that, but you also get free McAfee security tools included, so you can always be assured that your Internet experience is always safe and secure, an annual savings of over 100 bucks just for the security alone. So what could you possibly be waiting for? Start doing a lot more faster than ever before. Sign up for Comcast High-Speed Internet today for just $24.95 a month for six months. In Dade, call 305-COMCAST. And in 954-COMCAST, call today for details. Certain restrictions apply. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Suffering from a burning ring of fire. Burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire. The ring of fire. Don't let those flames get higher. Use Preparation H. The ring of fire. Lay down some cash for Preparation H. Burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire. Preparation H. The ring of fire. We take you now to New York's Grand Central Station, where two of America's worst singers are begging for money. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bad Street Boys. In the middle of the night, hide a walk in my sleep. Wow! Hey, buddy, how about a dollar? Give us a dollar. Why am I going to give you a dollar? Oh, for the appreciation of the music. We're here to entertain. Woohoo! That was horrible. We take requests. We appreciate you. Oh, he doesn't like Billy Joel. That's probably what it is. How about a little Elton John? La, 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 Ears are bleeding from that one. What's the matter with you? You guys are horrible. What he doesn't you... like Elton John. What's wrong? You know what? How about something for the kids? How about a little Christina Aguilera and Beautiful? Oh, you're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, you know what? You know what? Here's ten dollars. All right. Just be quiet. Stop singing. I really gotta go. Wait a minute. For that, we've got to do something a little special. Encore. For you. No. No. You are the sunshine of. My life. Finally. Oh. Ski bra blue bra beep boo. Wherever you're around, I'm smiling. <laughs> yeah, thank you, sir. That honestly left me speechless. I knew. The Bad Street Boys. The Bad Street Boys. Ice. 134 at 560 WQM. We got the award winning Evan Cohen coming up at 2 o'clock. You say, what award are you talking about? The Jim Sarney Award. And then we got uh, Curtis Stevenson at 4. Lee Flea of Feldman and Craig Mish at 7 o'clock, followed by the Eddie K. Show from Showgirls. You show? Um, show as can be, 760 votes on a poll, and we need 40 in uh, 26 minutes. Uh-oh, 763. We need 37 in 26 minutes. That's like one and a half a minute. So give a, at least a half a vote, okay? I uh. Now, how did I hate this poll, dude? Did that goose it up a little bit? Huh? Let's look. Can you find it? I can't even find it. That's uh, every day. Yeah, it's got a dozen. See, I told you, none of the above has got 15, and that's got a dozen. So we make the 800. We can thanks to my perspicacity of having Josh put those on there. 
See, originally I said 750. I probably should have left that alone, shouldn't I? I always, I always try to set the bar too high, you know? It's like being on uh, doing a sports show in South Florida expecting more than a one share. Maybe a little teeny bit more. Like Dan Labaster did with that 1.2 in Afternoon Drive. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. 1.2 in men? 1.2 share in men? What kind of a pansy has a number like that? I'll tell you who put him over the top. You know who it is? Who? Stugatz. A real wiener. 763 on the poll. What public figure's death affected you the most? John F. Kennedy, 197. John Lennon, 85. Dale Earnhardt, 57. I, it just leaves me, I don't know, I get spilkies looking at it on the screen. Dale Earnhardt. Phil Hartman, 47. Bob Weaver, 27. Diana, 24. John Belushi, 23. I'm only going to do 20 or more. Kurt Cobain, 21. And Bobby Kennedy, 20. After that, kind of small potatoes. How could Marlon Brando only have... Well, first of all, why would that affect you that much? He was he weighed 600 pounds. Right. He was he, in grotesque. He was trying to kill himself with food anyway, right? right. He was a mess. Stopped making movies a long time hence. Yeah. Old news. I mean, once upon a time, 100 years ago, he was great. But right. uh, yeah, you can't live in the past forever. What have I ever done to make you take me so disrespectful? Frank Sarabino in the Palm Beach Post writes, Time for Limbaugh and Colter to be model citizens. You know, I reread this during the break, and you know something I'm not going to read. It's crap. Okay. Well, what do you expect by a columnist in the Palm Beach Post? Well, give us the gist of it. Uh, no, I'm they, not going to do they it. Suck? They suck? They suck, and they're like hypocrites, and, uh, you know. Right, and stuff we don't know. The wrist and they quit wasting all of our time with your uh, inability to follow the law. Robert Shear. Would, now, would you rather hear Frank Sabrino in the Palm Beach Post or Robert Shear? Give us Robert. A disgraceful attack on the New York Times, and as usual, Robert is... Absolutely correct, sir. He said the Bush administration's jihad against newspapers that reported on a secret program to monitor the personal banking records of unsuspecting citizens is more important than the original story. For what the president and his spokesman are once again asserting is that the prosecution of this ill-defined, open-ended war on terror inevitably trumps basic democratic rights in general and the constitutionally enshrined freedom of the press in particular. The stakes are very high here. We've already been told that we must put up with official lies about weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, the unprecedented torture of prisoners of war, and a massive electronic eavesdropping program and other invasions of privacy. Now the target is more basic, the freedom of the press to report on such nefarious government activities. The argument in defense of this assault on freedom is the familiar refrain of dictators, wannabe and real, who grasp for power at the expense of democracy. We're in a war with an enemy so powerful and devious that we can't afford the safeguard of transparent and accountable governance. We're at war with a bunch of people who want to hurt the United States of America. And for people to leak that program for a newspaper to publish it does great harm to the United States of America, Bush said on Monday. The bunch of people Bush says were fighting was originally believed to be those behind the 9-11 attacks, specifically Osama bin Laden, and his decentralized al-Qaeda terrorist organization. Yet Bush, prodded by the neocon clique, quickly expanded this war beyond what should have been a worldwide manhunt for al-Qaeda operatives into an open-ended occupation of Saddam Hussein's Iraq, which, as we know from the 9-11 Commission report, had nothing to do with al-Qaeda or 9-11. In fact, if the media or Congress had aggressively pursued the truth earlier, rather than being overwhelmed by the shock of 9-11, anti-U.S. terrorists of every stripe would not now be swarming over Iraq, nor would the degenerating situation in Afghanistan and the enhanced power of religious fanatics throughout the Middle East from Tehran to Gaza pose such threats to peace if a fully informed public had held this president in check. Even today, the Bush administration continues to place the situation in Iraq in the war on terror framework instead of acknowledging the primary role of religious and nationalist passions unleashed by the unwarranted U.S. invasion. As Bush has continued to stretch it to cover all of his leadership failings, the war on terror has become a meaningless phrase to be exploited for the political convenience of the moment. Terrorism, which should be treated clinically as a dangerous pathology threatening all modern societies, instead has been seized upon as an all-purpose propaganda opportunity for consolidating this administration's political power. In such a situation, the press's role as a conduit of both information and debate is more essential than ever. 
freedom of the press enshrined in our Constitution at a time when our fragile nation was besieged by enemies of the new uh, republic is not an indulgence to be allowed in safe periods, but rather an indispensable tool for keeping ourselves safe. That's just the point that Vice President Dick Cheney, the high priest of excessive secrecy, even in domestic matters such as refusing to reveal the content of his negotiation with Enron lobbyists in framing the administration's energy policy, has been on obscuring. Some in the press, in particular the New York Times, have made the job of defending against further terrorist attacks more difficult, said Cheney, all but calling the newspaper traitorous. How convenient to leave out the Wall Street Journal, which editorially supports the administration, which also covered this latest example of Bush's abuse of power in its news pages on the same day. The administration's attack on the Times, in fact, is not really about national security, but rather follows a domestic political agenda that requires attacking free media that dare to offer criticism. On Monday, following the pattern, Cheney also attacked the Times' earlier disclosure that the NSA had simply ignored the legal requirement of court warrants and monitoring telephone calls. I think that is a disgrace, he said at the Times, winning a Pulitzer Prize for the story. What is truly a disgrace, though, is an administration that's consistently deceived the public about its intentions and which continues to shamefully exploit post-9-11 fears to ensure its grip on the body politic. Couldn't have put it better myself. Nice going, Bobby Shear. A little bit too liberal for the L.A. Times. 20 before 2. We're going to make that 800 or what? If we do, I think, man, uh, no talents, no holding us back then. Get out the party favors. 775. I think we're alive, baby. I think the three horses alive. And it's thundering, and man, I tell you, it's a little on the murky side out there. I think it's going to rain yeah. like hell. Here, I too, think I this, think. Huh? Here, too, I think. Well, that's because God is pretty P.O.'d. You know, that's why we had all those floods in around Washington, D.C. area. God is pissed off at the bush crowd at the fascists. He said, didn't you people learn your lesson from Adolf Hitler from the Nazis in WW2 in Nazi Germany? Didn't you learn your lesson? Dabbling with fascism ain't the way to go. Unless, of course, your name is Fulgencio Batista. Then it's okay. Isn't that correct? See. Si. 141. I think we're going to make this 800, man. And if we do, then Evan can come on at, you know, 2 o'clock. Otherwise, we'll have to stay on here longer. 778. We need 22 and 19 minutes. That's just barely over one a minute. That's child's play, right? Right. I bet you even the big O oh! could do that. Well, <clears throat> if you had that many listeners. Hey, if you're a cigar smoker, I'd like to kick <laughs> See that? Thinking about that uh-huh. San Major business again. I'd like to kick back with a good premium brand of Bahia Cigars by Tony Burhani is for you. These hard-to-find cigars are made with first-grade tobacco, processed and aged up to 10 years. In fact, as old as this copy. Bahia is a real boutique cigar maker specializing in small-batch, hard-to-find tobacco. Bahia Gold, a flagship line, gets a 91 rating by Cigar Aficionado Cigar Insider and a 9.1 rating by Schmoke Magazine. This rich-flavored, well-balanced, full-bodied Nicaraguan cigar has got earthy hints of dark roast coffee, chocolate, spice, and pepper flavors. Also be sure to check out their Bahia Deseo. The Deseo is the hottest released cigar in the last 10 months. It gets a high rating of 91 by Aficionado Cigar Insider Magazine. It's a powerful cigar. And it'll tear your lungs out, your tongue, your cheeks, your gums, everything, with complex notes of leather, earth, and pepper. The finish is long and full-bodied with additional spice and an order charred wood. If you want to save big money on your Bahia cigars when you call, just mention my name. You'll save 40% off the cost of all your Bahia cigars. Just tell them that ancient Neil Rogers told you to call 1-800-35-BAHIA. That's 1-800-35-BAHIA. This is Neil Rogers. Yes. This is 560 QAM. Culture is a fascist party doll. Culture is a fascist party doll. Culture is a fascist party doll. Whose views are hate on you, the you. Seething hateful views. Absolutely. Well, we live in a free country. 
that always brags about being free. Imagine how frustrating it can be. I can't say a word that begins with C. Culture ain't a woman, hands a man, with an Adam's apple and giant hands. Culture ain't a woman, hands a man, but that still turns you on. Come on, that still turns you on. Well, and is a good Republican who likes to flash her skinny gown with no background. All she can do is lie on her back and say, kill the Jews. Coulter is a right-wing partisan pig in a miniskirt and nylon wig. Nothing bad will ever happen to him, cause evil always wins, you dig? Evil always wins. Well, when she's on TV, you fools. Blankly stare with a little drool And laugh along with the hateful swill A partisan pundit sideshow filth Culture is a fascist party doll Culture is a fascist party doll Culture is a fascist party doll Who spews her hate on you, P.U. Seeming hateful spew Pew, pew, pew Pew, pew, pew You bitch, you slut you whore. Absolutely. It's 146. We only need uh, just a few votes. We got 787. 13 votes for 800. How do you like that? See, I, it's like when you go in a supermarket mm-hmm. and you put your items out there on the counter and then you reach in your wallet and if you've done enough shopping in your lifetime, you have a pretty good idea of how much it's going to be. In other right. words, you pull out two 20s and it's like 38, 56. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. You can do that after a while. I've got enough experience. And the same with doing this crap here. I mean, this great show. We, now, can you imagine how far we'd be over 1,000 right now if Eric wouldn't have screwed us up last night real bad? Yeah, but what difference did that make? No, but that made it more of a challenge today just to get to the 800, which we haven't got there yet. And it's thundering out there, man, and the rain, I'm sure, is going to be coming down. Oh, man. I may have to take my umbrella. Got one? Now, now that all the guys are wearing pink shirts, is it okay like to buy a pink umbrella, like a parasol? Yeah, with frill around the edges. Yeah, if you can, I mean, if you can spray your arms with aerosol, why can't you carry a little parasol? And make sure you spin it while you walk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been good this last Sunday. Seven eighty-nine. Oh, yeah, on the Pride Day. Maybe you I think they ought to change the name of that to Shame Day, because many of us are ashamed when, at any rate. Most national security experts of all stripes say America is losing the war on terror, according to a Cox News article that hit the wires today by Bob Deans. He says the U.S. is losing its fight against terrorism in the Iraq war is the biggest reason why. More than 8 of 10 American terrorism and national security experts conclude in a poll release yesterday. One participant in the survey, a former CIA official who described himself as a conservative Republican, said the war in Iraq has provided global terrorist groups with a recruiting bonanza, a valuable training ground, and a strategic beachhead at the crossroads of the oil rich Persian Gulf and Turkey, the traditional land bridge linking the Middle East to Europe. The war in Iraq broke our back in the war on terror, said the former official Michael Scheuer, the author of Imperial Hubris, a popular book highly critical of the Bush administration's anti-terrorism efforts. It has made everything more difficult and the threat more ex- existential. Scheuer, a former counterterrorism expert with the CIA, is one of 100 national security and terrorism analysts who were surveyed this spring for the poll by Foreign Policy magazine and the Center for American Progress, a left-leaning think tank headed by John Podesta, who was White House chief of staff during the Clinton administration. Can you hear the thunder out there? Could you hear it? Uh-huh. Wow, man, first time we've had this in a long time. I think God is cleansing those machines at Woodbine, the new uh, Wheel of Fortune machines. Better do it quick. Of the experts queried, oh, can we say that? 45 identified themselves as liberals, 40% said they were moderates, and 31% called themselves conservatives. We're losing a war on terror, baby, and that's because we're putting all of our eggs in the wrong casket. And a lot of innocent people in casket, too. 
And the public sits by and they're worried about the. Uh, what, I, they've got so many of these new so-called reality shows now. I can't, can't even keep track just from the promos. Mm -hmm. Treasure hunt and uh, and yeah. then they've got all these spinoffs now in American Idol and maybe you're going to get voted uh, the biggest jackass. Yeah, of it's just it's just amazing to me. It's all a new buzzword anyway. They're all just game shows dressed up. Is that what they are? That's they, it. They dress up? Do they have a pink parasol? Probably. Maybe they just have a pink pair. 795 votes on the poll. We're going to make that 800 easy. There's another big uh, crash of thunder. Can you hear it? Oh, look. Oh, my God. What's going on over here? I even looked on the radar just to make sure that uh, my life ain't in jeopardy, speaking of a bad game show. Oh, and they're, they're re-showing the summer reruns. Uh, you know, there's nothing worse than watching a game show that you already saw before. Right. Because, first of all, I mean, unless you've got Alzheimer's, you know all the answers. And, mm -hmm. secondly, it's the same boring people again. Right. Now on now on Wheel of Torture, they're showing the reruns from Fort Lauderdale. 798. When we get to 800, it's going to be great. You're going to hear a guitar. You're going to hear this sound. And that's going to mean we got 800. Okay? I bet you both of you, when I said, let's let's make the goal 800, you say, oh, there he goes again, making unrealistic expectations, you know? No, Weren't I you thought, both thinking that? I thought, oh, there he goes again, caring. I didn't, I didn't say that I care. Okay. <laughs> but you've got to admit, at least I put on a good act and I pretend that I care, okay? Oh, you got me convinced. Well, good. Josh, what do you think? Do you think oh, that yeah. I care whether we... Huh? Oh, yeah, you're all wrapped up. I'm whipped up into a frenzy about it. I'm as excited about this as you are about the, watching the rest of the network. Why don't you give it another shot? You still got it? Uh, no. Look, I'll get oh, yeah, actually, I have it. I will get a bag of Coke this time. Yeah, that's it. Get something that will keep you, keep you up. I'm not going to say a bag of Coke. Only a druggie like George would make some kind of a comment like that on the air. I would, I would tell you that off the air. Seven idea. We need two more votes. Come on, I want, I want to be. I guess I scared them when I said, "Oh, look at that. We got the 800 now." <laughs> see? You see how it works? That's oh, and there's amazing. the phone ringing. I wonder what the hell that is. Don't tell me I got a package. What day of the week is it? It's Thursday. Yeah. Maybe it's a call from my friends with my BlackBerry. Do you think? Wouldn't that be fantastic? That would be spectacular. Wow. I I wouldn't hold my breath. Although it is thundering and like at the end of the I hear it. Wow. I better I better run to lunch real quick. 152 at 560 WQM, Evan Cohen. I think, I think this is going to be Evan's first show like, in, like on a weekday, isn't it? Like in, while people are awake? I, I don't know. I do believe so. At any rate, uh, by the way, the search is still out for Troy Stratford. Send a search party out for Troy. And this is obviously not a, uh, somebody's just ringing that thing and ringing that damn phone. Hurricane season is here, as you well know. Don't wait till it's too late to protect your home. Hurricane shutter outlet has got your do-it-yourself hurricane panels. This is the smart way to go. Why bother with those big home improvement warehouses when the Hurricane Shutter Outlet is your complete source for hurricane protection? They've got everything you need to get the job done and save you some big cash. They stock all sizes of clear polycarbonate hurricane panels and aluminum panels that are cut to your needs and ready for pickup or delivery. All products are Dave Broward and Palm Beach County approved, too. Contractors and installers are welcome and they accept all major credit cards. Dave Broward and Palm Beach County approved. Step-by-step -step instructions are included, so why would you want to pay all the extra money for installation when the Hurricane Shutter Outlet can get you everything you need to do it yourself and save you a ton of cash? Call them at 954-237-7083 or log on to their website, hurricaneshutteroutlet.com. Be sure and tell them that Neil told you to call. And you'll find them, by the way, at 600 Anson Boulevard in Hallandale on the east side of I-95 between Hallandale Beach Boulevard and Pembroke Road. Here's that number again. Call 954-237-7083. If you mention my name, you'll get yourself $100 savings off a minimum order of 350 square feet. That's the Hurricane Shutter Outlet, 954-237-7083, or on the web, hurricaneshutteroutlet.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. 
Let abuse some more prisoners. Make them scream nice and loud. Oh! Get me some wires and a battery pack. I don't care if they ain't from Iraq. Should be used, used, used to the torture. Cause we're just playing their game. In the past, it had to be worse with Saddam Hussein. Two to four revolving slot. Let's uh, do a good job today, Evan. Okay, they might be like uh, might be like Lou Gehrig, you know. Hey, Wally, loan me your glove. What do you think? Okay. Oh, if he does a fine job. Although Mad Dog's going to be doing too, so maybe Evan will wind up doing uh, morning drive. Maybe Evan will be on like from six a.m. to six p.m. Just do a good job, and then don't talk too much about you know. Now he can talk about whatever he wants. I'm not telling anybody how to do their show. Just don't talk about Ira Windbag. In fact, I think that's one of the best things that Evan's got going for him, and probably Curtis as well, and even Geldy, is that they're not Ira. When you think. I imagine. Well, listen, have a splendid week, and uh, I'm going to see if I can, like, uh, bulk up for this tough schedule the next week. Bye, bye, bye!